trying to read them like that. Don't put his business Why is out. it closed? I mean, I can open it, but no, it really I'm, I'm is kidding. just a I just liar. like to know things. It's fine. I okay. know where I'm at. I know it's my just, exit. It's weird that you went right to <laughs> dead bodies. Like, that was well, the only know. option back there? How about storage? You're like, nope, nope dead, dead bodies. bodies. <laughs> of some sort. That's okay. It's been a weird couple years. You hey, know, I think everyone's... It's fine. The You know, like, when I first started doing this... Um, uh, I used to, you know, Savannah over at Social Pub. Yeah, yeah. So I, I met her at uh, uh, when we did a, a live show years ago when we first started, and uh, we had a couple beers and shows. So did she, and she started telling us about Social Pub. So like, you know what? Come on the podcast, we'll talk about it. And when we were messaging, I sent her this this message just like about like, uh, hey, yeah, it's 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 here, it's in my bed. I'm basically saying, hey, it's ba- it's a windowless basement. There's one way in, one way out. You don't know the two men you're going to be ta- you meeting with. She's like, I'll see you then. <laughs> And in my mind, my buddy Patrick, who was doing the pocket at the time, he texted me. He's like, man, I reread that message and it is haunting. (laughs) (laughs) And I went back and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But at this point, obviously, Melissa, you at least has an idea who I am. Yeah. Uh, And there's enough people like that's why I make sure that the whole page is just the guests. Because most people like you've had three people I know on. So I don't have that problem anymore. (laughs) In the beginning. But in the beginning... It was a little more difficult. You know, I, I know that like when I would reach out to like a woman, they'd be like, uh, where do you do this? I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's in my basement. It's in my basement. Yeah. yeah. It's in my basement. Don't worry. You just always leave with that. You're married and your wife will be here. That way people aren't like, oh, okay. That gives like a, yeah. you know, a little bit more kind of safety, like curtain, yeah. if you will. Yeah, it's like- yeah. It was funny because like I was sitting there. We were sitting at lunch uh, the one day, and I was like, oh, sweet. It's telling Logan. I was like, hey, I'm scheduled to go do Guiltless Podcast again. AB's like, I was just messaging with them. And I was like, oh. And then literally you messaged her, hey, the 13th is no longer available. Someone took that. And she reads it out loud. I was like, I took it. <laughs> and I'm such a dumbass. I'm just, had I even taken a second to, to look at your pages a little bit more deeper? Uh, because she's just like, hey, um, should I just come in with Melissa? I'm like, how does she know about Melissa? <laughs> she's like, I work out of Saucy's. I should have been like, I know everything. I know everything. <laughs> I know about your dogs. I know, I know about, about the your... laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> Where you keep the bodies. <laughs> so I was like, you know, should I just come in with Melissa? I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm so uncomfortable now. Because I don't. I just can't believe I didn't put that together. It's clearly right on your page. Yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, thanks and for it's Annabelle, uh, right? Yes. Okay, sorry. You said it fast, and I didn't know if that was an E or an A at the end. Or A B, like everyone calls me A B. A B. Done. All right. Cool. Yeah. I don't feel like we're we're buddies. Yeah. Cool. I don't know that I've ever said like in the last six months. I don't think I've said your full name. I'm just always like A B A B. Like yeah. yeah. You get older, and you almost get back into like. The, the stereotypical 80s, 90s college mode. We just call each other by our last name mm-hmm. or like nicknames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like for some reason you get super professional in like your early 30s. You're like, hello, Ryan. <laughs> and then you're like, what's up, R? <laughs> what's up, R? What's up, R bear? <laughs> well, I also think too, the older you get, you start like uh, acquiring whether it's children or pets or whatever. And like... I, I'm sure you do it where, like, you call the dogs the wrong name because, you know, they're both acting up or whatever. And you're like, Roscoe, I'm dead. I'm dead, I'm dead. Both of you, shut the hell up. You know, like, you're just, like, yeah. bouncing that around. I'll call my cats every different name. I call my dog the cat's names. Yeah. Like, 
Cross I mean, species. Yeah, all my animals have names, but I don't really call them their real names. Right. I have like 5,000 names. You have a small all. zoo, though. <laughs> yeah. So I, I understand. She has a bigger zoo I than do. I do. Oh, you do? I yeah. do. I'm up to six cats. I'm up to six cats. At what point is it no longer I have pets? Or you're just like, I have a horde of cats. Well, I see. I don't. Mm, horde is a. I, it's, that's I don't even know what the. I just know that it means a group of. Right. But we like technically associate horde with hoarder. Right. And so I like to refer to them. I just have a collection okay. of cats. Um, see, I think collection, I think it's more into what AB mentioned earlier. More murdery. Yeah. Like, like stuffed cats that I've just I've acquired over the course of my <laughs> life that I just couldn't let go of. <laughs> so they choose yeah, you and then you're do. like okay they do oh and... cats do cats is you don't even yeah like i know people are like i have three cats I'm like how that happened like oh, two just showed up yeah <laughs> totally yeah. i bought one and two just came over came yep like, and that's roommates. exactly what just happens like shitty roommates uh-huh. they, just... <laughs> they don't pay rent they fucking eat all your food they throw up on your carpets they're like, never around when you need them no they're no. screaming at 4 a.m yeah like they're it's... throwing parties at 4 a.m yeah. and you're like what well, you the s- fuck is going on you got six so are, six. are any of them kind of like petty cuddly ones all of them really all of them uh, Everyone... people are astonished when they come in my house i have one who she doesn't like the large crowds but every single one of them, uh, one of them, his name is Mr. Pickles. Uh, if we're being proper, it's Mr. Riley Pickles. Um, Obviously, we'd prefer you be proper. He's here. a proper of course. cat. He is a proper guy. Yeah. Prop- was he British? <laughs> he, <laughs> yes. he could be. But if you come in my house. He wears and you... a monocle, so I, I guess he's. <laughs> he could wear he a monocle. If you come in my house and you do not say hello to him, he will jump onto the dining room table chair to stand at the back of it to tap you. To be like, excuse me, you're in my home and you have not pet me yet. And then he oh. also will go to the bathroom with any guest who's yeah. at my house. He's up there in the sink. Yeah. Or so, oh. or we'll just straight up jump on your lap. Yeah. See, Doesn't Rudy's kind of like, like, he, for the most part, he'll just like sit there and just stare at you uncomfortably until you're like, he's just like, belly and go scratch itself, dumbass. <laughs> and then you, you're like, I can't believe I haven't scratched your belly yet. I'm so, it's been like eight, nine minutes. Um, but Rudy will, like, Rudy, when you're sleeping, like, Rudy's all kind of like a cat. She's crazy athletic and agile. She can jump on the bed from 30 feet away. But when you wake up in the morning, like, it's, we're waking up when she wakes up. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll wake up, she'll just walk up to you and just look at you and then just take her paw and be like, <laughs> oh just smack you in the face. And I mean, like, hard and it just, it doesn't matter. It just, it just, she scratches you in the face and you get mad and she doesn't understand when you're mad. I don't think she knows her name. I really don't. I don't think she does. I yell broccoli, she comes. Like, I mean, she, I just don't think she knows. She's not our thinker dog. She's yeah. our, she follows him. That That's why it did work out. He's so good. Roscoe is so good. She just adopted his, his schedule because he's, I mean, he's great. Yeah. He's like, he knows everything. He knows when everything's happening. As soon as we stop here and stand up, he just gets up and walks upstairs. He's like, okay, You know, he'll go out at night, and as soon as he goes out at night, he walks by everyone and walks upstairs because he knows the next thing is going to bed. And Rudy's just like, oh. I just, and she just follows him around, so it kind of works out. Yeah. If it was just Rudy, I mean, this would – it wouldn't – we probably would have returned her. She's just – she was so bad. <laughs> Actually, it was the only good thing about COVID is that we were forced to stay home so we could train her better. She was so bad. I stepped in dog shit barefoot so many times oh, no. with her. <laughs> And I feel like every time I do it, she would just look around the corner like, got him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, it was just a game. It. Yeah. She was, she was planning it. She definitely was. Okay. Yeah. I'm really bad at this. I'm sorry. I'm so, I was about to introduce you guys, and then I don't know what we started talking about. Pets. Dogs, cats, hoarding, all that stuff. Yeah. So, 
Melissa, saucy son, 10 year yes. anniversary. Super excited for you. And then Annabella slash AB from Dramatic Snacks. Hi. And as I've, <laughs> as I've established, they work together, which everyone knew but me. <laughs> no, I mean, still. I messaged you them separately like I'm cheating people on them both. still are like, oh, where, where are you working? Even yeah. like the other day, Lloyd was like, where are you working out of? I'm like, you just saw me like two weeks yeah. ago. Why? Oh, yeah, I, I went forgot, to your, I forgot. When I went to your page, and it's funny the way that we, that I started talking to you, because uh, I went to Juneberry, which has become one of my just new, just favorite. Oh, yeah, God, love, that place is so good. Beer. It's something special there. It's so good. Yeah. But I, uh, we were sitting there ordering. We were about to order, and it was breakfast. And the table next to me had that coffee cake. And I just couldn't. I, you know, and I'm a food starer. Like, I'll stare at your food. And I'll ask you, like, what is that? I want to get it. What is it? Excuse me. What do you? What is that? What stop, are you putting in your mouth? Stop talking to your wife. I do that, too. What do you? I do that. And uh, I was like, that's got to be the coffee. I could smell it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's got to be the coffee. Cake. Try being in the kitchen incredible. when she's baking them off or... Like, how do you get out? How do those, how do those get out of the room? I would uh, eat those. We I think we threaten actually every time she puts them as they come out of the oven. Uh, Logan and I will be like, "I'm sorry, these look like crap. You can't sell them. We're gonna have to confiscate them." Yeah, I get oh, that. Like, <laughs> They're so. I mean, it was so good, and when we had to pick what we wanted. There were like three or four things that we wanted, but just when that person put when they put the coffee cake down next, I was like, "Ah, that's it." So my wife and I ate it. I took a photo of it and I posted it on my stories. And you just commented or something like thumbs up or something like that. And I went to your page. I was like, what are the chances these are? And they were. They were yours. And then I just saw that, like, you know, at Juneberry, at apparently Saucy's on. I missed that one. Uh, <laughs> but they're just everywhere. It was, I mean, it was really, really good. Thank you. It was very, very oh, yeah. good. I tested out a lot of coffee cakes for her until I came up with, like, the perfect one that I, that I wanted to do. So thank you. Oh no! Yeah. Well deserved, and obviously Melissa, you've been feeding the city for ten years, man. That ten is... years is saucy, son. Uh, will be this December, which is wild to I've, think about. Have you lost? I have. I've lost track of time. Like oh, since, since twenty twenty. <laughs> so when you said that, I was like, and then I started thinking, and I I even went back to like the old article that mm-hmm. that where we found you originally, and I was like, oh my god, it's been. Yep, December 7th of 2013 is the first day of sales for this company. And to think that, like, you know, all the things that have happened over the last decade, uh, you know, having a shop and all of these things, and the business has just changed so much, some because of personal choices, some because that's what the world told us we were doing. And so, like, you just do it. Um, You know, it's, it's wild to think that, like, to think back of all the things when they happened feeling like they were the worst thing ever to being like now, like that was nothing, you know, or uh, that was a great accomplishment now going like, wow, we have so much more to do. Like what else can we do? How do we make this bigger, bigger and better? So it's wild. In the 10 years too, in the, in the 10 years you've been, I mean, cause let's see, I have been in Cleveland for, I think eight years and it's changed a lot. A like lot. the, if you look at uh where some of my favorite like restaurants are is just Detroit when you go from Battery Park all the way down to Hingetown. That road itself has changed, I think, more than anywhere in the entire city. Like Visibly, not even, yes. Not even close. I think it's the amount of restaurants and new businesses. I really, really like that place. But that place was very, very different. When when Alex from Jukebox came on, we talked about it. Alex is like an encyclopedia. Because mm-hmm. I would say things like, I don't know like where Gordon Square, Hingetown, and... 
in like Battery Park start and stop. And he walked me through all of it. Yep. I forgot all of it, but he knew all of it. And <laughs> but it's knew... good to know we know somebody who does know. <clears throat> yeah, ask yeah. Alec. If you're like, where's Hinchtown start? Ask him. He knows. Yeah, he's he'll, got and it he'll down tell you, to like... he'll, He won't just be like the road. It's like the reason it's that road, and he'll give you the history of uh -huh. it. It was really impressive. I feel bad that I didn't. It's not that I wasn't listening. A lot's happened in my life since then. And I'm a very bad listener, which is why I talk on the podcast and not listen. <laughs> and I record it so I can go back and listen. Right. And then you're like, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, 10 years. I mean, yeah, we, I've talked to a lot of people that have kind of – I talked to people that started their business like in like December, you know, 2019 or just started like, you know, summer of 2020. And fortunately, they've all done well. But, man, I mean, that's – well, that's, that's that's how when we I started. Yeah. yeah. I'm, well, well, I had left a place, um, and I was like, you know what? I'm I don't want to work for anybody anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna do my own thing and see what happens. And then a week later, bam. Yeah, shut down. Shut down. And it was just Mel really? and like I in later? the kitchen for like six weeks. Yeah, I think you did like one or two orders to restaurants, and then boom. Right, like, cause she was like, I just want to test it out, see where the waters are taken, all those things. I was like, we have the space, come on in, you know, if you can pay us in, in well, if I'd have known the coffee cake was gonna come to fruition, I'd have been charging her coffee cake <laughs> since the time she walked in the door. That'd have been the right move, yeah. right? But like, fucked up there. But um, sorry, we're back rent, we're we're collecting now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> she gives us all the scraps, you know, which is uh, thank God your chairs are nice and wide for my hips. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was like one or two weeks worth of restaurant deliveries and then boom, shut down. And I was like, well, I guess we're a meats and sweets shop now. So I was seriously selling like, like business was crazy. It was crazy. And Mel was like alone. Yeah. Doing it, doing it alone. Well, she had some help with, with friends that would come in and, and run the orders out and stuff. But yep. I was selling like a hundred ho-hos, hundreds of ho-hos a, a week. week. It was in, it was ridiculous. You like, have ho-hos? Yes. Yeah. I know. I know. We just met. I'm getting more and more upset that you didn't bring anything. And they're also gluten free, which is like I don't even know the difference. They just, I just happen to be. They just happen to be. But well, you know, delicious. LBM. I make them for LBM sometimes. So. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll just, I just have to let you know next time and. Please do. I was just there. On, up there I was just, just there you. on Saturday. Yeah, it's such a great bar. It's Ugh. like one of the best they're, in the city. I go there. I don't. We don't go. There's so many places in the city we don't – I don't want to go to the same place over and over again, but there are places I always circle back to, mm -hmm. and that is one. I, same. Every probably three months we go there, and I went there on Saturday, and just – I do I can't not spend $100 in there. Well, how do you not? I mean, their, their drinks are always changing. They're always so beautiful. They put so much thought into them. They taste fantastic. I love that everybody that works there gets an opportunity to get one of their yeah, drinks yeah, on yeah. the menu. So, like, it's not just one person's vision, you know? You're really getting to taste, like, everyone's brain working in, in the different ways that it does. So, yeah. and they, they do a great job with food. They and... have a weird where it's a variation and still them. It's, like, because mm -hmm. they change the menu, I think, every three months, too. Yep. I think that's what Eric said. They Like, every three months, they come out with a new... Like, you know, they'll do like a barbecue or like an Asian theme one. It's, it's, and I love that they always have some type of French fry potato based poutine thing. Yep. Because if there's a better food than French fries, throw it my way. And they have the best French fries. Oh, they my do. God. They, they have do. a margarita one right now. Ooh. It's just curds and uh, 
like a margarita pizza, but with French fries. It's just okay. fucking brilliant. Their burger is probably one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. I had a burger, too. Yeah. I can't, I can't, there's just things that I can't not have. Uh-huh. Like, I have to have a gunslinger when I go in there. Yes, that's my favorite, too. I'm Such so a... glad they kept that as an OG. I would have been real mad and throwing yeah. some chairs. They've had a couple really, really good ones, but they always come back to, they always make sure they have some of them. They've, they've developed staples that I yep. think everyone's like, you gotta have this one. And that's one of them. Yeah, it's really, it's a great spot in this city. And I think that's like the, the one of the things that's changed over the last two years with pandemic and stuff like that is just watching like people evolve and becoming more, you know, firm on what they stand for. And I think that's really cool. And it, I think it yeah. removes some of the gray areas for a lot of businesses. And now you can feel even a little bit better about supporting someone. That's come up a lot in the mm-hmm. last couple of years. Uh, like Alex, Eric from LBM. Lindsay from Flight, all of them kind of when they came on, they all kind of talked about the same thing is that the they were all kind of looking to each other, talking to each other. And I mean, when you think I know that Jukebox closed a few times just as a precaution, mm-hmm. LBM did three or four times. Uh, several they, times. As yeah. a precaution. <laughs> yep. I think I know Flight did one or two times. I mean, and they all kind of know each other and they just like and respect it. But you're you're right. I think. And I, I think it paid off for them in the end because those people are even more diehard. Like Lindsay was just like. You know, the thing that kept me going, people, everyone that was drinking during the pandemic came yeah. and got my booze. Yeah. You know, like I was always going to, you know, if I wanted beer, I went to, I drove out to Noble Beast and I put on my mask and I went up and picked up a, a six or a 12 or whatever. Uh, a 12 or. It was a 12. It was a 12. You asked for many Yeah, it was great. You could yeah. get like, you can still get cocktails to go in. Uh-huh. I know. It's yeah, that was one of the best things that they did for sure. So even if you don't feel like going and putting pants on and what, whatever it is, you can still support your favorite places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Cause I've really, my pants game has changed. <laughs> same, same. As soon as I get home, I'm like sweatpants. So well, like, I don't care. And I work right there. <laughs> so, I mean, I have a, a very healthy collection of joggers and sweatpants. Yeah. A lot of things stretch in my wardrobe now. Yeah. And they actually need to. Cause full disclosure, never really lost my COVID weight. Hey, full disclosure. Who cares? Oh, not me. I was, right. I was just <laughs> like an FYI. Like, in fact, I think I carry it well. You know, what, I, I think you look great. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a while. Let's end it right I, there. Let's yeah. end on a high note. Yeah, <laughs> all right. We're done. Thank you. Joe looks great. <clears throat> we actually, that is what we say at the shop to each other is like, all right, go home, take your pants off. Like, that's like our goodbye to each other is like, go yeah. home and take your pants off. I, or sometimes it's go stand on the walk-in and take your pants <laughs> off. We won't come in. <laughs> we talked about hanging a sock on the door. If you just like if wearing if pants was un- just too much and you just needed to drop trowel for a couple minutes and be, let everything breathe. If that button is just so restricting, uh-huh. you, you got to go and just, you need, you need a, yeah, you need a, a mid-drift breather. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yep. get it, man. I mean, listen, I have the fancy going out sweats. I have, you know, they have pockets. My newest pair have a back pocket and front <laughs> pockets. I feel like I have elevated my sweatpants Whoa. game. Right, like if I carried a wallet back in my back pocket. Back and front pocket? Yeah. In, in What'd that set you back? Uh, I found them at a thrift store, so they were like eight bucks. I, uh, my uh, my sweatpants game has been uh, evolved over at uh, TJ Maxx slash Marshalls. There that's, it is. That's where I get That mine. place, everything, $12. Yep. yep. That place is just brilliant. And honestly, you can't tell the difference between the morons who pay eighty dollars for their job exactly. or sweats. So why would you pay eighty dollars for sweats? Like, come on, like yeah, who are you? What? Who? Where are you going in fancy sweats? No, I do love that. I, th- I don't know when it actually happened because I'm not 
I know it may look like it. I'm actually not on the forefront of like a lot of fashion changes in the industry. <laughs> but sometimes you're like, and I know kids do this a lot because I got nieces and nephews. So just wearing sweats just everywhere is just the thing. Mm-hmm. Wearing sand, like wearing like, you know, like athletic like socks with athletic like like slides and like Nike flip flops and shit. They wear that just to school, and I love it because now I can wear basically my my lounging clothes, and people are like, "Hey, I like your outfit." Like, you're like, really? Thanks. Oh my god, I haven't changed in three days. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I just left the house because we needed some toilet paper really quick, you know. But thanks. But thank. I guess I can also go to the bar. <laughs> so like, so for you, so you, so it started for you the the dramatic snap. First of all, please tell me about the name. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I, there was one night when my, this, my husband and I, before we were married, obviously this was like a few years back, um, we were both a little, little tipsy. I was probably really stoned. <laughs> so obviously I was like, I want some ice cream and, uh, I want a sundae. And instead, Damn. yeah. Your so, munchies are specific. Yeah. So, <laughs> So instead of like, you know, we couldn't really go anywhere because we'd been drinking and um, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make something. I'm going to make some peanut butter ice cream real quick. We can chill it. Who just says I'm going to make peanut butter ice cream real quick? I'm going to make like brownie bowls and candied peanuts and I'm going to do it. And I I do it and then I played it all fancy and, you know, probably giggling the entire time. And he goes, man, that's a dramatic snack. And I go, oh, I like that. Dramatic snacks. And I don't know, it just kind of stuck. No, that's a good one. I yeah, like it. Yeah. Throw the X at the end. Yeah. Let them know you're here to party. Yeah. yeah. Serious business. So mm-hmm. <laughs> So your business essentially just started just getting kind of hemmed yeah. up one day. Uh-huh. And you made, how did you even have the ingredients to make peanut butter? Or no, all right, so clearly there's a background here where you know how to, like, this didn't just happen, right? Well, no, no. I mean, I know how to make. Desserts. <laughs> we were you were I mean, working at restaurants. You, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I started when I moved to Cleveland because I had gotten a job offer at Lola. So I was a pastry assistant okay. at Lola. Um, and then when I left there, I went to On the Rise and the Black Pig. So I was working okay. both of those. Where, where'd you move from? Um, Bowling Green. Oh. I was there for, I moved back from Phoenix and I was there for about a year. And I'm like, I don't want to be here. So It's very hot and stupid there. So, um, that's my only, I know nothing else about Phoenix. <laughs> I, I liked Phoenix. I didn't like Bowling Green. Um, just, you know, there's not a big food scene there. It's, it's a college town. So, what, so this is what year did you move back here? Hmm. 2015. That's, it's funny. Cause oddly enough, the episode I just did and just released was Doug Tratner. And I mean, we were talking all about that. I mean, in the last 20 years, the last 10 years. I mean, again, it's like, I, you know, since I've lived here and I used to come up here when I was younger and I went to school uh, on the east side, it just wasn't the same. But this is mm-hmm. such a this is such a food and drink town now. It and is. Anyone that says differently can just get fucked because it just it is. It really it's is. It's amazing what it has here. I mean, going out now, that's one of the reasons we moved up here. I moved up. We were, I'm from Akron and it just doesn't have it's tried really, really hard. It does. It doesn't have what Cleveland's done, and not just Cleveland. Obviously, not even downtown. I don't even go downtown really hardly at all. It's the 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 Tremonts, the Ohio cities, you know, the uh, uh, the the Battery Parks, all all those places. Lakewood, obviously, like all those places have so many things and so many, just kind of like 
I don't want to say a mom and pop because I don't really, I really actually know what even constitutes that. Just like I don't know what horde means. Um, <laughs> but they're all like, you know, kind of privately owned, like little kind of individual places that have yeah. their own personality and character to it. Yeah. And not even just in terms of that. I mean, that, that's what the city offers. Like when I, when I, when I think about like uh, like Ryan at at barbershop, like that is a barbershop. The reason that place I think does well, and it's not just because those those guys are so good and talented. That place has character. It, mm-hmm. it, it it's a shop that has a personality and it sets itself apart, and people yeah. dig that. And that's what I think Cleveland has. I agree. I would agree with that. That's I what think. Dramatic Snacks has clearly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that it does. Born in the weed smoke of your kitchen. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So that's okay. So well, I mean. I mean, going so you're at low. I, I understand a lot of people have talked about you know not wanting to really work for anyone, even if they dug their job. And I know you've, I think, even talked about this in the past. Is you know, I, I like what I do, but I'd like it better if I was kind of calling the shots, so to speak. Not necessarily just calling the shots. I'm fine with people telling me what to do. Oh well, then speak up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's just a lot of shitty people out there, e- egos and and. You know, it, it's uh, it's not easy out there for no. a lady. You know, we got these tiny wrists and her <laughs> weak wrists. We don't know. <laughs> we don't. We don't know what to do. <laughs> we need people. Wait, hold. <laughs> I completely agree. But the <laughs> what are your tiny wrists? What is it? It's this joke we constantly. It's uh, it's interesting even now in 2023 with like all of these like large global things that have been happening. The way that we still kind of like classify people into, you know, the stereotypical thing. Um, to this day, after like, you know, almost decade of, of owning this business, next month is our six year anniversary with the shop. Uh, I will have customers address issues with my male presenting staff before they will address them with me. And it's it's just like, have you read a newspaper? Do you not know who I am? Like... Also, if you did a lick of research, you would realize that you came to a butcher shop that's in the middle of nowhere, essentially. You should know that it's woman-owned and operated, right? And so there's still that, like, that barrier of people, like, seeing you for your, like, your talent and your worth versus, like, what's in your pants, which means absolutely nothing. And I'm just Unless gonna... we're taking them pants off, then let's talk, <laughs> right? Like... I'm just gonna say it though. It's a, it's a. This, this might be a foodie town, and I, I, I love that for it. But it's also a, it's a dude's town. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I don't disagree with that at all. There is still just a, and maybe that comes with having three sports teams too. And I'm completely just guessing, but there is still a very, uh, there's a fraternity vibe Mm -hmm. in the city. Oh yeah, in the industry. well, the industry obviously you would know yeah. more about the industry. I don't. I don't know as much, but I've heard similar things about you know. There's it's such again when you have like a foodie drink town. That means there's a lot of restaurants, there's a lot of businesses, mm-hmm. and that means there's a lot of people. A lot of people. It's a lot of personalities. A lot of personalities is unfortunately in those personalities. There's a lot of maybe misconceptions. It might be the nicest way to put it, but I'm mm. sure you guys can put it worse. Um, <laughs> to kind of who, who to, gets to, talked about the most? Who gets written? about the most who gets you know the the most Press publicity it it's it's rarely women so yeah the no. bipox like populations pretty much like it's only with like the pressure from outside 
global events do you like mm-hmm. kind of see that and yeah. they're like just flitzed in and there's not like a there's not anyone standing up and saying like you know what like we can be better let's do better right like it's one thing to say like we can be better sure but like are you actively trying to be better well right? so, i mean anybody can talk it's walking that's kind of the thing right right yeah, and for i mean and we talked about this years ago with you um you know, I mean, I think, I mean, the the thing that drew uh, me and Patrick to the article was, I think it was just the the lady butchers of sauce, something like that. Yeah. And even me, you know, I, I, I don't think, I think even prior to that, I maybe been inside one butcher shop and it was a giant eagle. Yeah. You know, it just, it wasn't something that really, that I was that really accustomed to, it just didn't really happen. Um, but when we went in there, you know, again, it has character, it has vibe. It's a little bit different, but still in my mind too, I'm just like, wow, lady butcher, that's weird. That, and I, I think that was something just cause it's built in my mind that yeah. butchers are men, yep. you know, mm-hmm. same thing with, uh, what I've seen kind of recently, like, uh, uh, on the brewery side of it, mm-hmm. I know of two women brewers in the state. I'm sure there's more, but I know of two, I know 50 men. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's another one. Like, there's, I think, that Pulpo that's in uh, Crocker Park. I believe the brewer there is also a woman. There's also one in Youngstown. Oh, yeah, and their, their beer is really good. Oh, yeah. I just went there for the first time. It is really good. They have, um, they have the one at Avo, and I know my husband gets that every time we go to Avo. No, I can't remember what the beer is called because I'm also not a beer drinker, but it's... Not I a did beer like drinker, it. not a whiskey drinker? What the hell you do all day? I, I, I will drink beer and I like the taste of it, but drinking like a whole Honestly, I think I think is, before we ugh. even before we even finish, I, I think that since her and I are obviously experienced whiskey and beer drinkers, <laughs> we're we're going to get... You know what? We're going to shift the focus here. This is about you now. Oh, no. We're going to get you back on track. <laughs> okay. We're going to find you good beer. You just got to find the right beer, the right whiskey. It just it makes me feel too full. And I want to keep drinking. I don't want I don't want that fullness, that full feeling. And that's okay. what beer does to me. Then now, well, now we're back to our friend whiskey. Okay. You know, and again, you just got to find the right one. Right one. The right one. Look, we're out there. We're going to figure this out. You have a mission then. We're going to figure this okay. out. Before 2023, you're going to have a distillery in your basement. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> No, I I do uh, I, I I do I remember you you kind of talking about that the last time. I think even I think we got into it because we were so drunk. Like afterwards, because <laughs> I think we stayed like twenty minutes after. I think I remember sitting outside smoking like three cigarettes with you guys, like just like still talking. Also, I think Penny and I were like we need to sober up before we leave. Too. I'm glad did everyone you both had drive the... separately or did you? No, we drove separately. Oh, it was no. like after work day <laughs> four people, at the shop. Four cars. Yeah, like four people, four cars. All hammered. Uh, whiskey, <laughs> an entire bottle of whiskey. Uh, I, th- I I do think we brought out some water. I think we sipped on. I think we sipped on some water. <laughs> there was water. Yeah, because we're like, oh, this will help. <laughs> it didn't. It sat there. It sat. <laughs> I was just a little bit more hydrated, so I could drive home. Which oh didn't, didn't my matter. gosh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I do remember that. It was, uh, it was a great time. Like we had such a good time with you guys and it was really cool just to kind of like be ourselves. Right. And like, and for anyone that doesn't know, like, and, and this is back, man, I didn't even look, I should have probably 2018. Yeah, um, probably. and, uh, you, you and Penny were probably, you were one of the first, I think kind of what I would call like a bigger guest, mm. you know, one of our first guests in John, this is where I, I really started getting into what the podcast is now, which is just strictly guests. Yeah. Because the, the guest ones were always more fun. They're more fun. They get more listens. They have more everything. And they were just more interesting. And when we reached out to you guys, you are like, uh, well, first you guys were just like, here's our phone numbers. We're not really into social media. So we all were just on this text chain. <laughs> yeah, that sounds and right. you guys are just like, which is even weirder. I'm just like, 
why didn't I just text you? Like, <laughs> I still do that. I have like 20 guests, like n- numbers in my phone. I'm just too afraid to text them. And uh, you're like, hey, look, we got to do inventory. Do you guys just want to come do it here? Yeah. So we actually ended up sitting in your butcher shop and you guys were doing inventory. We were just shooting the shit and just drinking and eating, not eating much, but no. mainly drinking. And, yeah, uh, we, we crushed some jerky that night. I think there was like easily oh, a pound. So like the dehydration so was fucking real. Okay. Like, you, yeah. shut up. Oh you know what God. doesn't help when you're drinking? Beef jerky. Yeah. It doesn't sound great. <laughs> it tastes, no, it tastes great. No, in the moment, but like, but like that's you where know, the water, some, right. that's why I think someone's like, we should drink water. Like, my mouth is very dry. <laughs> Of cotton balls, please. Yeah, yeah. totally. We're just like, what else can dry we have to make this wine. worse? Oh, I know. Everyone started smoking cigarettes. Yep. Yep. No, that was <laughs> let's really dry out this. Let's that and that's where COVID was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was really interesting too. Like it was, it was just an opportunity to kind of like for for the first time, you know, as as your business evolves, you start realizing like you can let more of and more of you be part of it. Mm. Uh, right. So like when you first start your business, you're like, everything's gray. Cause you're trying to like attract your customers. You don't want to offend anyone. You don't want to, you know? And so like sometimes your beliefs and things kind of just like you ride that line. And then there's always that tipping point, whether it's, you know, your business has been around for a little while or whatever it is. There's finally that tipping point where you're like, actually, no, I don't give a fuck. I am not going to be nice to you just because, right? And I think for for me specifically, you know, unfortunately Penny left me and is is living in Phoenix by all. Oh my God, as it you, is Phoenix. Yeah, as you talked about how crappy it is. Um, it is. I've never been there. Well, you know, <laughs> it's great. It oh, is actually a really cool town. I just know it's hot, yeah, and it, I, don't, I don't dig hot. Not all but the time. Not, not all, all of. Time. Not all like of three or Arizona. four months. Yeah, you can three four months. During the year in Phoenix. That's 25% of a calendar year. (laughs) That's a lot. I mean, but I would take that over. But I've, it's probably just because I grew up here, so I can deal with cold. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, like when it's 20 degrees outside and snowing, I'm just like, eh, put on a coat. It doesn't bother (laughs) me. If I grew up in Phoenix, I would probably be accustomed to that and I would hate the other one. Yeah. Probably. It's a lot of seatbelt burns. Yeah. I don't imagine buying a car with leather seats out there. I remember, like, as soon as I had kept flip flops in my car, because as soon as I got out of work, with those shoes and socks came off, and my uh, uh, well, similar, like, like in Florida, like my my uh, wife's parents live down there. They're moving up here, and it's fun. They were we were almost having the exact same conversation, because as soon as we my wife is pregnant, and there as soon as we told them, like a week later, like we're moving back. You know, they're like. We're like, awesome, that's great. So her dad, her dad loves Florida, but it's super hot. And we have, like, this this rule. Like, they don't come here in winter. We don't go there in summer. You know, it's a break for both of us when we visit. And he was, like, talking to his wife. He's like, what am I going to do? It's, like, four months of the year where I can't go outside. It's so cold. She's like, there's four months of the year that you can't go outside here because it's so hot. Just switch the months. It's, it's, not, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's the exact same thing. thing you're already doing. Exactly, yeah. 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 So, Although this year's been nothing. Yeah, this year's been. I wonder if we're going to. If we're going to get by with like a bullshit winter, it's still a little early. I, you know, this whole week looks good. It does. It's going to be 70 on Wednesday. Yeah. It, it Global does. Global warming I, isn't and a you know, thing. March. Not a bad thing sometimes. I mean, ultimately, it'll kill all of us. But I mean, yeah, right now, it's not in good. our lifetime. It's yeah. going to be spring oh, yeah, we'll be... in like a month. So, I mean, I think, <sighs> I think we're going <laughs> to. We haven't used the, the snowblower once this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is great. No, and I just got a snowblower. I was so proud and so excited to finally have a snowblower, and I haven't had an opportunity to use it once. 
What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> what kind of bullshit is that? You can use it. Just, you know. <laughs> just move it up and down your driveway. <laughs> you get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm that old. Um, shoveling hurts. Uh, so I'm officially, as of Tuesday, two months away from my 40th birthday. Dude, uh, just FYI, <laughs> it gets much worse. Yeah, no, right? Everything. Like, my foot has hurt for seven months. For no reason? No, I just woke up one day and it hurt. <laughs> I, I can't even pinpoint, like, the injury. There wasn't an injury. You probably... I just spent too much time on it. Yeah. Like, okay. it's gone. It's just not a good foot anymore. I have a bad foot. You have a bad foot. That's uh, my life. You know, so I was... They all know about this because I came into the shop to... I was, like, so mad about this. So I just got a new doctor. Uh, my old one had left. So I go for uh, just... I call it an oil change, right? You just go get an oil change. You're getting, getting things checked out. Make sure things in the hood are working. The questions change dramatically, oh. right? All of a sudden, we're not talking about if I'm still sexually active, how many partners you've had. No, we're talking about hemorrhoids and colon cancer and all these screenings that you need to now, like, go do. And I was just like, I'm offended. I'm offended. You're a bunch of ageists. You didn't even think to ask me, like, all these other things. I was so mad. I think out of all of, like, the approaching 40s, that has pissed me off yeah. more than anything. She busted up in there like, you'll never believe. I was so pissed <laughs> off. That would actually, I'd be like, are you going to, they just look at you like, you're not sexually. Yeah. Angry. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did they ask you if you, if you felt safe at home? They, they did. They still, okay, they do so ask they're that. still asking that. They're okay. still asking that. But now I'm thinking they're asking that because like there's elder abuse happening in my home or something. <laughs> like, come on. Has you felt safe at home? Do guys not get asked that question? Oh yeah. That's a question every time you go to the doctor. Oh yeah. As a woman. Like it's a, I've fallen and I can't get up moment? No. Like, do you feel safe at home? Like, yeah. it, Your nurse, the nurse that checks you in yeah. will ask you and your doctor. Mm-hmm the fuck yeah you know domestic situations maybe you, oh they're, yeah yeah wait well, where's that coming from but they ask every single time i go in wait yeah. i am blown away a doctor just you you just check in you're like name height do you feel safe at home yeah 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 what yeah totally it's like while they're taking your blood pressure yeah. they're like tap 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 and when you was your last menstrual yeah, cycle how much do you smoke yeah and then do how you feel safe? Ask your wife. <clears throat> I, I know you. all of that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like how much you smoke? How much do you drink? Are you sexually active? Well, what closer you get to 40, they don't ask you that anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, no, no. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Having the best sex of my life right now. Thank you very much. And I wanted to share it with my doctor. You want to tell your can doctor. we rewind and can you ask me this question next time? <laughs> I'm so, I that's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it in most times. Uh, if there is an abuser in the situation, that is the one time that uh, a person would be alone, right? Oh, okay, okay. I, all right, I'm so, kind of caught up. I, I guess that makes sense. But at the same time, it's like you just ask everyone that? I don't know. When's the last time you've been to a doctor? I don't know. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> as as male presenters do. Um, as a, In my experience, most male presenting are really bad about going. When's the last time Terrible. your husband went to the doctor? He hasn't been to the doctor in the six years we've been together. Exactly. Oh, I've been in within six years. No, he hasn't. No. I have been with it. It was five years probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, twenty eighteen. That was the last time I went to a doctor. Killed it. Yeah, did Fresh really good. well. Good, good yeah. for you. Good. My he's, pressure's good. He's like, you're the strongest patient I've had today. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> Say it again, bitch. But okay, I, I guess I kind of understand it, but at the same time, I still don't. Be, 
Well, because you know. They, well, I'm, I, I'm not a woman. <laughs> are you I guess. always aware of your surroundings, no matter what time of day or where you are? I'm or you basically just jump in out of your room. car, like, okay, let's go about our no, business because no, 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 we're in fair. our car and we're like, no, where are we? That's fair. Phone. There's nobody in my rear view mirror. There's nobody around. Like, oh, that's fair. We, we actually when no, that's very fair. Because no, I'm not at all. <laughs> yeah, you just we walk through the world differently. I mean, yeah. I think that's been the thing that like you know everybody had such kickback about us going to Slavic Village and the crime and this and have you ever been afraid? And I was like, I recently just talked with Idea Stream and I said two things. I said you know one, find me a find me a neighborhood that doesn't have crime and I'll find you a pot of gold. Right? The world is just different. It's it's not. Leave it to Beaver, 1970s, 60s, 40s. Like, we don't, you know, it's a different world. Well, I think when people think of crime, people think of, like, the, the if you want to call it the traditional crime, like the uh, like car break-ins and robberies. Yeah. Any It might be a different kind of crime. There's crime in every it's neighborhood. It's crime in every yeah. neighborhood. Every neighborhood. You and know. you could actually make the argument that there are crime in the nicer neighborhoods because that's where the nicer shit is. Oh, absolutely. So, there and is. I, and I, I know plenty of people that are police officers like, yeah, that's a thing mm-hmm. because they know that you know, maybe it's a little bit more laid back and people are less likely to call the police. And there's less police mm-hmm. because there isn't much crime. So they'll target those places. Yeah. Right. Some of that stuff's care, but that's very, very true. Everything you said, the... Crime everywhere, and no, I am not aware of my surroundings. I'm not aware of anything. It's <laughs> and then, actually yeah, and that was like scary. the second thing I said. You know, like as a woman, you know, like we just walk through the world different. Like you're taught mm-hmm. from a young age, like to have your head on a swivel. I mean, I've lived in much larger cities than Cleveland, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, I, the I, threat I, is real at all times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you never know, like that whether be... it's snatching your bag, whether it's yeah. snatching you, whatever. You know, so. that is something that is instilled in you from a young age of like be watch your surroundings take time to don't just jump out of your car you know well never they're raised differently too like uh like again having a kid in three months like i'm having a son i've already there's a lot of things that are the same a lot of things that are different like my my i didn't care if i was having a daughter or a son i didn't at all i really don't i was kind of i actually thought having a daughter would be kind of cool uh but then I'm like having a son. I'm like, all right. I immediately was like, all right, that seems easier because I have inside information. <laughs> you know, not that my wife didn't know about being a woman, right. but but I was just, but I was. It's it just you just kind of naturally just have that that like okay. I'm sh- but I did shift like some of my thought process about even thinking five, ten years down the road and some of the conversations that I would have had with my daughter. I am not going to have with my son. Yep. Because. It's just different. Maybe yeah. it'll be different in 10, 15, you also, 20 years. Yeah, you also just don't know yeah. what, what this little person's going to be like and what they're going to grow into. And that that the, all the ideas might just go out the window. It might, you know. I mean, he's just going to have to l- <laughs> learn to live in a world the way I did, as being probably incredibly attractive. <laughs> uh, I mean, naturally. Your wife is beautiful. Very, so. very. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I hope he looks like her. Yeah. <laughs> if he looks like me, it's gonna be weird. <laughs> He's just gonna have other problems. Yeah. If well, he takes a lot of my characteristics and my traits, like my personality, he's gonna have more struggles. <laughs> I hope he takes more of hers, because I'm bad in a lot of situations. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing it's like a you know a mix of both DNAs. So hopefully you know he's got a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Because we'll have those conversations. Like, what do you think he's going to look like? I'm like, well, he's going to be white, brown hair, blue eyes for sure. Because, you know, unless I don't understand genetics, like, we're both that. Yeah. Uh, he's probably going to be average height, maybe a little higher. My wife's a little taller than uh, than than average height. 
which was funny. Do you know what average height for women is? Probably uh, five six. Five, five two. Seven. It's five four. Five four. My wife said five oh. six though too. Oh. I'm five so, four. Same. Yeah. Great. Look at us being average. We're average. Woo-woo. You guys are doing great. I like the average. Hey, I'm fine with the average. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm fine yeah. with average. But you like, don't draw we attention. Had, we had this average. big like argument about it, and we're both there's literally four or five computers in the house, and we're just arguing about our guesses, and we can both easily find out what it actually just is. Ask the doctor Google. Yeah, yeah, it's five foot four, and then it's five foot nine, and we were both psyched because we we're both above average. I'm five ten. But Good I'll take job. the win. I'll Good take the win. Job. Take it. I mean, I worked really hard in high school to make sure I got above yeah. average. You know? Yeah. Above average is like average and above average is where you want to be. Above average, you draw too much attention. So it's like yeah. sometimes you just want to ride that average line. Uh-huh. Dude, I completely agree. I don't yeah. want to be 6'4". Right. I don't want that. Right. I don't want that. Everything is hard. I saw a guy at Target yesterday. I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating. He was 7'2 and had to be 400 pounds. Oof. He was big and tall. That dude has really bad knees, really bad hips. He has four T-shirts because people they have to be are asking made. him to like reach things for them. Yeah, it's probably me. Yeah, <laughs> but that dude, he was pushing a cart out of Target. I was like, what? I wanted to follow him just to see his car. <laughs> How little did the cart look? <laughs> oh, he had like his daughter with her. His daughter was I don't know. She's probably like five five, and she was like six months old. Like, she, <laughs> she was a newborn, but she was five feet yeah, tall. Yeah. <laughs> You know, oh, the poor mother's I don't, vagina. I don't, like, I don't want to be that. And I saw this man in a crowded Target on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I saw him and I stared. And I'm, I'm sorry, but I did. I was like, yeah, I man. Then we'll get home. Maybe we'll give me the holy shit, Carissa. Look at that guy. Like that's what happened. Three points. Hell yeah! I turned Everything. into a small child. I turned into a small, inconsiderate child. And I was just like, look, Carissa, look at that huge man. What do you think he drives? Where do you think he buys clothes? He can't go to normal stores, Carissa. Like, I'm yelling. I'm just. And she's like, keep your voice down. Yeah, she's like, she's smacking her hand. She's working on her mom. He's going to pick that card up and throw it at you. He has huge ears. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, listen, I think it's it's like it's natural for for folks to look at different and and, and be inquisitive and have that. It's like that's, that's why we like. That's what drives the human brain, right? Like whatever your interests are, it, when you see the difference of something, you it, it draws you to it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there is either. I don't think there's anything wrong. Some people get kind of butthurt sometimes about like asking questions about. I don't think there's anything wrong with asking questions about some like where someone's from, where they came, because I, it's super interesting. Yeah. Like so many people have so many cool different backgrounds. Um, obviously the way you ask it is probably something you may want to brush up on before you start firing off questions, Absolutely, but uh, be respectful. But yeah, there's so many, and again, this same thing, the city, like our city, Cleveland is growing into a much more diverse place. I mean, it's still super white, but there's a lot like what, like there's a larger Indian population. There's a larger Spanish population. It just, it keeps on growing. And uh, I dig that. I love hearing about where people are coming from. That's why I asked where you just where you move from. I'm I don't know why I'm interested in that. I'm sorry I shit on the city, but like the <laughs> I was like Phoenix. Oh, I've never been there, and I <laughs> I just shit on. It's my first impulse. That's why it's just what I do. Like yeah. I won't tell you what's back here. It's not a laundry room. <laughs> it's really dead bodies. I think yeah. you just use the laundry. room Not as all, cover. but but what's well, laundry and dead bodies because the the detergent actually masks the smell of the dead. No, okay. that's a smart. That's smart. That's a good idea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a smart idea. Yeah, I'm a pretty sharp dude. Taking notes. Taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> when things start going bad for you. 
I would agree with that. I think that, like, one of the biggest things for me, I think, with food in general, it's, like, food is such a common denominator, oh, right? Yeah. And so it's, like, it doesn't matter your your heritage. It doesn't matter your income level. It doesn't matter any of those things, like, your race. Like, we all eat. So, like, it, we all have to sustain our bodies. So it really can be a way to break a barrier and, like, get to know somebody on a different level. And, like, we have a ton of customers that come in or are from all different places. And so when they ask for something very specific, I'm, like... I don't know about that, but please tell me more. You know, like I want to engage with them. I want to learn. Um, it, it is interesting. It's interesting to know that, you know, everyone eats pork belly, but how they prepare it is so dramatically yeah, different seriously. across different cultures. And I think that's a way for, you know, everyone's always like, oh, we all bleed red or whatever. But I think that is a more like tangible way to say something unless you're rocking around cutting people to see if they yeah. bleed red. I don't recommend that. Uh, there's a way to just relate to f- people with food. I mean, that's it's a Food's easy an equalizer. It, it's one hundred percent is. It's an equal, it, it's it's kind of like a level playing field type thing because, like you said, everybody eats. We all and, eat. And I mean, if you're like like I love food, I do. I wish I was eating. I wish you two weren't here and I was eating. Like <laughs> or that we brought. <laughs> or we brought. That was actually where I was going with that. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep bringing it up every once in a while. I could talk about food, and even like. Oh, I could too alcohol forever I could too cocktails and different Mm -hmm. I I could just go on and on and on I've always found I've always thought that it was important that if someone visited Cleveland I could tell them accurately where to go to find the best fit in anything here like the best what wings best pizza I feel like I have to know that I think it's very important to know that or else what am I doing here what am I doing (laughs) with my life (laughs) just not knowing where to get good wings moron where are the best wings? Yeah. Based uh, on based on your recommendation, where are the okay. best wings? All right. Um I just went to uh I just went to Good Company like two weeks ago. Those are very, very good. They're good. They're good. Uh Woodstock over here in Lakewood, mm-hmm. very underrated. It's not one that gets talked about a lot. Those are very, very, very good. I like those a lot. Noble Beast has great wings to too. And also it's like the sauces too. Those places all have really good sauces. Yeah, it's all about the sauce. Super. I'm a saucy lady, so This is what like like Doug Tratner, like we were talking about this. He's like, Well, wings, I mean, come on, how different can they be? And honestly, I got a little upset. I was like, Doug Tratner. I didn't say that. But like I was like, come on, man, you gotta they're they're very different. The the size, the like 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 the when the wings like like good company ones are like really good ribs, they fall right off the bone when you mm-hmm. eat them. They're really, really good. Yeah. But yes, those are important things that you have to know. And I feel like I've done something wrong if someone asked me that and I just fumble around with it. I'm I have I, my favorite wing is honey hot and it's really hard. To find honey hot wings. Hmm. I don't even think anywhere that I've been in Cleveland has honey hot, but those are my favorite. Where do where do you go? Like if you want to go out and get wings, where do you go? Um, I don't eat a, a ton of wings, but I do like Rally Inn's wings. Rally Inn's a great place. Yeah. That's a great spot. I it like is. going there for breakfast too. I mean, those jalapeno cheese sticks. Yes. Oh my god. I have not had that. We needed to... their pretzels. You Just... talk about this place all the time. We need to go. Have you not been to Rally Inn? I have not. It's over by the uh, the Christmas story house. Yeah. Like you can actually see it from the bar. Yeah. And they have like really good cocktails. Everything. I mean, you guys talk about it all the time. Like you and you and your husband go there yeah. for brunch all the time and Oh, I, I love their brunch, and their brunch is a uh, their brunch is a crippler if you order right. Really, like mm-hmm. it's like one of those where it's like, 
Carry if, me home. If you're on your way somewhere outside <laughs> of going home, you won't go. Don't, you're not gonna. Don't go to Rally Inn, or just be careful with what you order. Can't Every go. time I go there, I just man, it's like it comes out on like a pizza tray. Just everything. It's hmm. so good. I'm a lot of pros. And they have the albino and, stout on draft yeah. too, which I really like. The the butcher and the butcher and the brew. They have that one too. Interesting. It was funny because I think you mentioned something about like you you guys like to try a bunch of different restaurants oh, yeah. and stuff like that, right? Which I think uh, industry folks, we, we have that same, but we have such little time to go out that we're creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. Right? I've heard that a few times. Because, so we go to the yeah. same places because like one, you know it's going to be good. You know the food's going to be good. You want to support your friend. But more importantly, you're just like I. I can't. I can't think. Word words are dumb. Like we're just going here, you know. Like, Otherwise, it's like a two hour. Where do you want to go? Google where should I go? Uh-huh. How about here? No, I'm not in the mood for that. How about here? You just have to like make a decision and do it. And it's usually LBM. Yeah. Like. Well, and also <laughs> also great wings. Uh, but yeah. also your days are not again like I, I can't like if you're open from say like you know ten to six. Mm. You're not working from ten to six. No, I'm you have your there prep. Like you have after. You're getting like... in there early and you're staying late. So you right. you got thirteen hour days probably. Right. And so like you're like, damn, I really want a burger, or damn, I'm not going home and cooking. That's not happening. I haven't grocery shopped this week, or everything I have is frozen. I'm just gonna stop at LBM, or <laughs> you know, yeah. for me, like right at the end of my street is really dope. I actually don't necessarily even know I want to say it out loud because I don't want everyone to go there because I like how it's it's populated by by like You're talking uh, about the taco place. Yes, yeah. the taco place. Well, we don't need to we don't need to put the name out there. No, because I also want them to thrive. So it's like a you know I'm caught in the middle. Uh, just say it. Just say it. It's called Tapitas. It's on like the <laughs> corner of West 122nd and Lorraine. Yeah, okay, so, like, very broken English. You have to know a little bit of Spanish words to go in there. Um, But it's easy to pick up. They're incredibly good. Their food is so quick. It is so delicious. Their tacos will, like, one time I was like, I'm starving. I'm getting four street tacos. And I was, like, dead. I couldn't. I mean, they really pile them in there. Uh, They have a burrito that is the size of a baby. Uh, that's my partner's preferred burrito. Uh, and it's like a wet burrito. So it's just like covered in sauce, things like that. But like we can go in there, smash, have each a margarita and walk out paying 50 bucks. And Dude, it's that's good. delicious. Right. And so, yeah, I'm just creature of habit. It's like, we yeah. just go to the same spots cause I'm we're, tired. And... I feel like we're lucky. We have a lot of good Mexican joints, uh, we do. but, but we have, this is, so frustrating for me. Anytime like someone's like, "What's good tacos?" and someone's like, "Barrio," I'm like, "Get out of here!" Get kick Stop them out of your house right shit. then. <laughs> right that in there. Get them out. And someone's like, "Barrio," I'm like, "You're an idiot." They, they don't even warm up their fucking tortillas. Those they're are not, good for what they are. I'm sorry, I get really. I'm not upset. saying. I'm not saying they're <laughs> but bad. But they're not the best tacos. No, go to La Plaza right down <laughs> yes. the street, man. Cold I mean, taco shells. Like, come on. Even Ola, I like Ola tacos. I like Ola. Yeah. Ola's good. Ola's good. Ola's I like good. in terms of like when you were just talking about like as soon as you started saying like the burrito, like big smash burrito. I mean, you know, Taco Tantos has an amazing. A really good, I mean, that's a burrito. Yeah. That is like a, a, that's like. A small child. It is. It's a small child. Yeah. And I, and when I get that, it's because I'm in a mood. You know, I'm usually had a couple drinks, you know, and, and like, I, because like, they're like, what do you want to put in there? You can put fucking anything. Like, you want mashed potatoes? I'm like, of course I want mashed potatoes in there. What am I, an asshole? 
Like I mean, for at least once, I would get that. I think. <clears throat> I mean, you can put steak, bacon. I mean, you can pack. It's not real. I don't think it's not really like Mexican food. It's more like Americanized, obviously right. Americanized. Yeah. It's still good, but I mean, in terms of like really good ones, I mean, like like La Plaza is fantastic. I really I like just El Jalapeno on One Seventeenth. I have not. It's just no. I, the I margaritas give me heartburn. I'm not gonna yeah. go there. At, at El Jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, well, you're, I need, you I would know a... though. You're a tequila person. I'm not, so I don't. Yeah. I don't go margarita. Well, it's all about the mix. Like I can't do like mixes. I need like a. I need. A, I need a bougie. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be fresh. There's a place uh, out by my gym, and I can't remember the name of it. It's on Tiedemann, Um right when you get off the exit there. Mm. Uh, I can't remember what they're called, but they're great. I feel like you just wanted to tell us that you worked out. <laughs> I don't work out. I swim. There's a big difference. That's a workout. Swimming's a, swimming's a very good workout. But I'm not a good swimmer. It's not like I'm in there like. It's like, oh, you know where's a good, really good burrito? By my gym. By, By my gym. gym. Yeah, I get gym jacked. Um, I'll be up in the gym. I'm just sitting just here talking about how I haven't lost my, my COVID weight. And you're like, I'm an avid swimmer. I'm, no, I'm not an av- <laughs> I'm not a good swimmer. I, I take like a kickboard and a buoy and I, I work out with those. That's a good workout though. Swimming's I don't, I'm not workout. like a good like lap swimmer. So I don't do like I don't that think kind I've, of swimming. Oh, you don't do that. That's the, swimming is still a good workout. Yeah, it is. I have tried so hard to like, I just, but I'm limited as what I can do. Cause I'm, like you said you're about to turn four. I'm 45. Well, you also have the bad foot now. So you have to really watch that. <laughs> well, that's why, again. Out. Sounds like you need to go swimming. I might have to. You know what? But then I have to join somewhere to go swimming. And I already mm-hmm. pay so much. So, like, my, my primary method of exercise is jujitsu. That's just, and it's great because it's fantastic and, ten, and you're still laying down. So it's real. I think it's the best workout in the world. And I'm, you know, eight years into it. I love it. I went this morning. Awesome. It's great. I, I do. But yeah, you are laying down. Yeah. Like it's like physical activity. It's really hard. You're learning something and you're laying down. I don't know why that's, I've never told like our chief instructor. That's why I keep coming back. <laughs> that's like, it's like to lay down. It's like, what do you love about jujitsu? Like, I really love the laying down part. <laughs> no. He's like, so that's all we're doing. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's great. Swimming's great because you're not really like, it doesn't feel like you're doing a whole lot, but you are. Yeah. And it's oh, also yeah. calming, and you don't have to deal with, like, the people and the other people the in other the gym. The other people yeah. sweat. Or, or like, just, like, Bleh. you know, like machines. I do. I and I'm just like, don't look at me. Don't I don't want anyone looking at me. I don't want to look at anyone else. I just want to, like, go oh, and people swim. watch like a motherfucker. That's, like, I, my favorite thing I to don't. do at a gym. <laughs> like, I'll be on the stair climber thing being, like, the hell is that guy doing down there? It's my favorite part, honestly. Yeah. I, this, I'm not I, asshole. The same thing with that guy I saw at Target. I see some people in the gym. I'm just like, where, where do you buy clothes? You look stupid. Yeah. So I hide in the pool. Yeah. I don't, I've don't. i been trying to. I, no kidding. Over the last like three weeks, I've been kind of combing like different accounts. I'm trying to find some people to come here and have like a, like a gym culture fitness type. Because it's become one of those things that's just everyone's just so immersed in like like into like taking photos of themselves getting really in shape flexing pre-workout all this other shit like my pre-workout is waking up like <laughs> and having a cup of coffee yeah, yeah. that that's yeah. mine's that's, like a shot of tequila yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay i'm ready but and I, then I, afterwards i go get margaritas yes. at that Mexican but I, restaurant. I really want to get i don't know if you 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 know this but like a big thing that's been kind of coming up like recently on social media is like uh, the people that take videos and pictures of themselves, like at the gym. Mm-hmm. Some gyms have 
a rule where you can't do that. Mm-hmm. They're like, look, we're not even inviting this bullshit anymore. It turns into fights. Because some people, like, people do that in the middle of the gym. Some people are like, I don't want to be filmed. Some ding-dongs film in the, the, the locker room. Oh, I would. And people are just like, hey, man, people are changing here. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, I'm just documenting my my progress i'm like go home and do that yeah. you moron that you have a bathroom at home without a mirror like like i want to i yeah. do want to talk to some of these like kind of fitness people and then there's a bunch in cleveland about like what they post i'm like i i want to talk about that so bad because i because every single time i don't care what anyone says if somebody if it's my friend if it's my mom if they are at the gym and they're sitting there flexing in front of the mirror it's hilarious to me it looks so weird and I, I, but the, it's it's it started fights. It started <laughs> online fights, in person physical fights. I'm just I'm blown away and super curious by it, and I really want to get into it with somebody about it and see their t- someone that's like immersed in that yeah in that culture. in that world. Like what is, what do you think about this? Because I think it's weird. And then the other ones are you know people that are like women call kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Women calling out men in gyms who are being creeps, and then women who are calling out men in Gyms who aren't being creeps and they're filming the whole thing and then they're getting called out. They're like, all that guy did was ask you a question. He wasn't hitting <laughs> on you. And then this other girl's like, that guy was clearly being creepy. The whole thing is a mess. It's a just whole other world that mm-hmm. I'm just not privy to and don't care about. Yeah. But at the same time, I really care about because it's just everywhere now and I can't really get away from it. I'm just, I'm dying to find out what that's like. Like, well, like what are there, someone who's in that, what do they think about it? I, I don't care about that. I, I go, I, I, I walk into the gym. I go straight to the pool and then I leave and I'm like blinders on. Yeah. Um, well, I, mean, I, yeah. I do it for the, the, it's good for mental health. Like it's, uh, I need to be, do something whether I, I, you know, I will take the dog for a walk. I'll anything like that. I think is like good. to go swimming. Um, I started hula hooping. That's fun. Let's talk more about that. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's, just tell me more about it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I one day I was. Yeah, How do you start happen, So things happen. Do you jump? When I get home from work and I'm, you know, I, unwinding for. for <laughs> she knows what I'm gonna say because <laughs> unwinding for the day. Maybe I get a little too stoned and then I start buying things. <laughs> Oh shit! I do. And that. I'll come in the next day, and I'll be like, I don't know. Apparently, I ordered this weighted hula hoop. It's not like the um the the ones that are out there that like hug your belly. It's an actual hula hoop that's weighted. Um. Oh, okay, okay. Because there are those like Mel has one, right? Didn't you? Get, yeah, like, I got yeah. one, and it like sits on your hips. It's like really snug. But yeah. but mine's an actual hula hoop that's like I think three pounds. Yeah, like a wide. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, when I use it, I'm bruised. Like. Oh really? Yeah. The, the, I didn't know that the weighted hula hoops is a thing. Well, you know, maybe it's just because I. You have banana skin though. Like you. Have yeah, very, I do. You have very sense. Like. I'm just. I'm think, my, I, my Irish. I'm just thinking of you like being stressed out at home and like you're sitting with your husband. You're like I'm just gonna go out in the yard for a quick hula. <laughs> And you're just out in the yard, just you're rage hula hooping. <laughs> I mean, no, hey. no, no. Um, I, you know, maybe, maybe I'll get to the point where I can like light it on fire and do some tricks. But right uh, now, it's just kind of like a fun thing. I mainly do it because the dog goes crazy, and it's really fun to just fuck with him. Like the things that we do for our animals. Yeah. Um, but actually, I like it. I like it a lot. It's fun. You just and then I'll pu- I put my shows on whether I'm like. <laughs> Your programs. My programs. Whether I'm like uh, hula hooping or riding like on the trainer bike, I, I'm, I'm watching, I'll watch like a 40 minute episode of something 
And then I know, okay, my workout's done for the day. What's your go-to episode? Usually like Sunny. Um, Sunny's amazing. Or I'll listen. I've been listening to a podcast, uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, which I'm trying to get on. Fingers crossed. You're trying to get on the Conan O'Brien one? The Co- yeah. Do you listen to Conan O'Brien I Needs do. a Friend? I do. I think he's funny. He's, uh, of all the, uh, I've never, never, ever been into those, uh, the late night shows. I just could never get into them. Me either. Um, but I always found. But I always found him of all of them. Fun- he was the funniest. Yeah. I've seen uh, that. Uh, I think it was like a documentary about him. Uh, like kind of doing the shows and all the things that have like late night wars and things like that. He was always the most intriguing one out of all of them to me. I never cared about. Uh, and not that I hated them. I just didn't like. I didn't care about Jay Leno. I don't care about Jimmy Kimmel. I don't care about Jimmy Fallon. I just don't, but he was always one mm-hmm. that I just found funnier. And he was also the one that everyone was just like, he's just like that guy. Like yeah. everyone really liked him. I, just, I like, love goofy him. Is so like, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying, I really want to, because look, my husband even gotten into his podcast now. So yeah. when he walks the dog, he's listening to it. I, I just have it in my car constantly. And I've been on that kick instead of listening to music. I've been going through like all of the episodes. Um, I need to get on there. I yeah, his is good. I like the because uh, he he'll, he has celebrities on, but then he also like they'll just have random. Yeah, he'll have like random people. Let's just start a campaign where we message him every day to get on there. Yeah, we'll send him videos. You, you're supposed to come up with a question, and last night my husband's like, "Well, what would your question be?" And at the top of my head, I think I was like, "Uh, if you had to cut both of your legs off, or cut your arms." Your wife's arm off. Which one would you do? Like that. Like that would be my question. And then he's like, "What would you do?" And I'm like, "I'd cut your arm off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut my legs." Yeah. Off. Well, no. But let's talk about this. That's actually the right move. It is because she. I, because all right. So same thing. I'll put. I'll put myself in. I would cut my wife's arm off because my wife would be more burdened by me not having legs exactly. and her not having an mm-hmm. arm. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, look at these legs. Yeah. The j- right. jiu-jitsu Look at these amazing legs you. that I I built. Is she gonna Laying be able down. to? <laughs> is she gonna be able to pick you up even if you don't have two legs? She can't pick me up now. So like you you get rid of the legs, she's not gonna be able to pick you up. But if you cut her arm off, you can easily pick her up and take her to oh, the yeah, emergency yeah. room. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, her arm fell off. Yeah. <laughs> Just came off. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Fucking I, weird. I would just shake her hand and off it came. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But I'm super know, strong. Those, <laughs> Maybe I took it off because of my strength. Those questions. And then, of course, it was we went down the rabbit hole of questions last night. Would That's you crazy. rather? <laughs> oh, yeah. Those ones I get brutal. That. I love that. <laughs> I forgot mm. to ask, how do you two, when did you two meet? Uh, we met a couple times at like offsite <laughs> events, things like that, where like mostly like charity events, uh, where we'd both be like Saucy Son would be there and Annabelle would be there for a restaurant that she was doing or whatnot. Um, we did the WLBM. I think that was the first time I actually met you. Yeah. The first one. So WLBM. Yeah. So, um, currently there's still, uh, one badass woman who, uh, makes LBM run all those boys. <laughs> listen, it's a Viking bar and I love them dearly. Uh, fun fact is, uh, they all call me auntie. One of my actual blood nephews is like original to the starting of LBM. So I am auntie to all of them. Okay. And I love them dearly. But those boys are big old softies. I don't care how long their beards are. They're big old softies. It was always the women there that you should have been afraid of. 
Um, and we're coming up on the anniversary of uh, one of them who was part of the glue there passing away, unfortunately. Um, and uh, so, but it was Simone and Miranda. Uh, we joked that they were, you know, they were what kept LBM running. And so we partnered with them to do uh, WLBM. So it was the women of LBM. And Penny and I made the menu. Uh, they made cocktails. The boys were like barbacks and dishwashers for the night. <laughs> Penny and I never did desserts. Like, I got like two dessert recipes in my bag. And like, you don't want them. Um, like, it's just not <laughs> what I do. It's fine. Uh, so we always tag in other other folks, right? Also, let's showcase and, and promote other women doing rad things. And so that's where we first met, yeah. um, doing d- dessert course there and um, got to meet her. And then, you know, with the branching out, wanting to see, you know, if she could get the, the wholesale thing going, we had the space. So it made sense. And just the friendships bloomed from there. And we're very much alike. Uh I think my staff sometimes <laughs> hates us because, you know, uh, so Annabella works in the back part of the kitchen where like the stoves and the ovens are. Makes yeah. sense, right? She's mixing up cake batter and then baby needs to bake it off. We're mostly in the front chopping up meat, and but we have stocks and stuff going on the stove and I'll come over there and we're just giggling about something stupid. And my staff's like, what the hell are you two talking about? We're like, nothing. Leave us alone. You know, it's fine. It's fine. So, um. You know, uh, you said earlier, have you lost time? Yes. Uh, right. I have no idea. So the saying around the shop is in the last six months, because I literally have no idea when something's happened. It could have been yesterday and I forgot, or I'll be talking to, you know, some of my staff and I'll say like, yeah, last week. And they're like, that was two months ago. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in the last six months this happened. Uh, so over, you know, since, since she moved in, it's just been like a flourishing, like friendship partnership of just supporting each other. And, you know, I think Cleveland has a lot of really great talent and we fall into those cliques where you only support like your adjacent people that you have connection with. I agree. When there's really so many other people that you can support. And, you know, I, there were so many people who supported us in the beginning. Like, you know, chefs in this town that have been in business for many, many years that I could text. And in 30 seconds, they were responding with, you know, oh, yeah, call this plumber. Call this guy, you know. And that's a way of supporting each other. And, like, we need to do more of that, uh, especially, like, of lifting each other up and bringing recognition to some of these smaller places that are killing it killing it and they just don't get the coverage that you know what are some of the ones that, that you think that aren't, aren't getting the love they should uh sabor miami cafe uh oh yeah oh my gosh uh you want to talk about one of the nicest people you've ever met she is so sweet uh she's a beautiful talented artist you walk into her space and it's like being in her living room. All of her paintings are hung up, but it's bright. It's vibrant. There's plants and music. Yeah. I mean, you want the best cup of Colombian coffee you've ever had. That woman will make you a cafe con leche that will Ooh. literally make you say thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Got to write that down. Um, My wife will love that. And all of her food, like empanadas. Like, it's just so beautiful. And it's like, that's when I say like, get sharing a meal with somebody she cooks from her heart like when you're there she treats you like you are in her home and Mm -hmm. it's one of the most beautiful spaces the food is fantastic she works her ass off and like yeah she gets a little bit of love but like 
not as much as she should. Oh, no, yeah. she's so nice. Mel was talking about her one day, and I'm like, oh, I live right down the street. She's over on Broadview. Yeah, Broadview, <clears> thank <throat> you. And um, I went in there, and I and I was like, oh, Mel from, you know, the butcher shop was, was telling me about you, and let me make you this. Let me make you that. And she was just started making me stuff. And then she was like, let's take pictures. And like, just so friendly. It's literally like walking into like an just, auntie's house. Yeah. yeah. And Have you eaten today? So good. Go. The menu sounds delicious. I, Her artwork's everywhere. That's the thing. Again, like that's something like for me, like people, rem- I think people like me, I think remember that. Like right. some, some people I think really just seeing, see going out to eat as a way to just eat and just be done with it. But mm-hmm. You know, I think, uh, I mean, we've talked about it a couple of times. You talk about wanting to support the places that you like, the people that you like. Um, and some places, like, you just remember, like, the way that they were, like, when you walk in the door. That that feeling. It's, like, that's it, yeah. huge, man. That's and there, there huge. are so many places, like, the, honestly, that that's one reason, like, I always still like going to Juneberry. The people are really, really nice. Uh-huh. They're really, really sweet. Obviously, the food's really good. I just kind of dig the whole vibe of that place and but they're all really really nice um there's a lot lb i mean uh, we've talked about it a couple of times I, I i hate to keep going back to it but i think it's such a good <laughs> example but the guys at lbm like too like when you walk into lbm someone doesn't walk in there because you talked about how they're all just like kind of just like soft little sweethearts mm-hmm. these guys are all covered in tattoos huge beards they're also the sweetest kindest funniest yep, guys they are yeah the um my it's the girls you got to worry about they're the ones yeah. that'll kick you right out the bar i think my my second <laughs> all time wonderful people they my, are and, and they're all just so funny like every one of them there's every they, yeah. they're just they don't take what they do seriously and at the same time take what they do exactly, seriously it's yeah. a very weird it's a very it's the thing that you kind of want to achieve like when you talk about like you two kind of linking up business partner wise where you want to make work not like work as much as you can make it not like work yeah and like those guys i remember the second the first time i went there it was so good i told my buddy like we, we i gotta take you you gotta go there you'll love the drinks you'll love the food it's great and my buddy was so excited when he walked in because it's such a cool looking place yeah and uh <laughs> i don't remember which one of them said this it was really funny my buddy's like uh so i'm about to get a drink uh, what do you recommend and the guy that was taking his order is like i i don't like, I don't know you, so I don't know what you like. What do you like? Why don't, yeah. you, why don't you give me some information, <laughs> and I'll give you an answer. And my oh. friend was so dejected, and I'm at the other end of the table laughing so hard. Yep. Because it's so funny. Like, a stranger's like, what should I get? And the guy's like, I don't fucking know you, buddy. <laughs> Are you allergic to anything? I don't Yeah, like, can know. you give me some base to work with? What if I give you a vodka recommendation and you hate vodka? Right. Give me something to work with. It was awesome. But that's the whole vibe in that place. Yeah, they do yeah. A, They do a fantastic job. There's some really great spots in this town. Like, they really, mm. really are. And, you know, they're, I mean, there's a butcher shop in Slavic Village. Uh, I've yeah. heard it's fucking amazing. Heard the owner's a bit of a bitch. She but is. The, uh, <laughs> she is. She is. She's a real CNN You all, Tuesday. but... <laughs> When you, I, I think yours is another example of that is the, uh, I mean, when, when you think about all the things that you do there, not just obviously the business aspect of it, but the uh, uh, the partnerships, you know, kind of like linking up with other people. I, you built a reputation as someone, as a, as a go-to, not just as a business partner and quality, but just as a, a person in business. Yeah. And again, like you talked about, like there's clicks. There are. Like there are there are places I think I th- you know again the 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 pandemic kind of drew a line in the sand for I yep. think for a lot of places and for me who's 
you know, I, I, I'm kind of in the restaurant kind of know just because of people I've talked to here, but I still don't know anything. But I, I did look at that and what some people have said about that. Like, I mean, obviously, I didn't know anything when I moved up here. Like, I haven't been to town hall since 2020. You know, because you. of you, you, things that came out about that. and I've su- never been there. I will never, nor will I ever. Super, I swear yeah. to God, this is very, very true. Fun, it's Well, I guess it's a funny story if you're not funny. But, <laughs> you know, so you, you know the story about, like, like Town Hall. Like, what, what happened around there? They were having some, some, I didn't know the Bobby George connection at the time because I was a casual eater. I just love food. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, but, so the, the general manager there. Was this um, when they were trying to claim they could cure COVID? Uh, I let's come back to that. Okay, because that was a thing. <laughs> this is a this is a social media thing where uh, the general manager made a comment to somebody, basically saying like, "Well, then just go back where you came from" or something like mm. that. It, mm. And I I I know about all this and the details of it because. Um, they also had some activists and some people that were protesting. And I know the guy that um, his name is Peter Patakos. He's a uh, civil rights attorney. Mm-hmm. He represented those protesters and he came on the podcast. And we talked about it. He gave us a lot of insight. I didn't know a lot of these things. Scene Magazine was involved. It was a mess where unlike Instagram, Facebook, I'm not sure which, somebody made a comment and then the general manager, whose name I'm not going to say, but I know his full name, which is I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, well, wow, Gary. His name's Ryan Hartzell. It's, 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 it's public record, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, but he made a comment that someone saying, "Then go back to where you came from." Something, something along those lines. I, that's not word for word. Um, but then it kind of got snipped up where it looked like he was saying it to a, a black woman, which it turns out he wasn't. He was saying it to I think a Ukrainian man that used to work there, who supposedly had a grudge. I have no idea what the, the details are. You should never that say is. that to anyone, no yeah. matter the situation. No, Because also, shouldn't. you go back to where you came from. None of us are from here. No. None of us. Go to the trash can. <laughs> go to the trash can. <laughs> go to the toilet store. Yes. <laughs> but the, Come to this basement. Go behind in the so, laundry room. So, see magazine. Go to the laundry room. Go to Costco. And go to the dead body laundry room. room. <laughs> I don't know what's... <laughs> so, he, magazine grabbed this and like and did a, a, an article about it and uh but it was like the snippet that made it look like he was saying this to a black woman and uh they caught a lot of shit for it six hours later it came out that's not what happened Cleveland scene uh printed a retraction and but the owners of uh of of uh, of that place like fuck that damage is done so lawsuit that's when this lawyer came in and it, I, I think it ended up kind of being nothing but um, the guy, the general manager that said this, his name is Ryan Hartzell, and uh, he's from Akron as well. We played in a band together. Mm. He was the bass player, and he was an asshole. <laughs> he yeah. was he played one show with us, and we threw him out right after the show. <laughs> so, so he probably did say it, and he's probably said it some several times. And I think that is like something that when I was talking about like that gray area and things of that nature, like there's an opportunity now um, that I don't, as a business owner, I didn't see before to be like firm in your beliefs and say like, this is who I stand for. This is why I stand for it. And like, listen, we can come together and we can agree or we can disagree because that's not what this is about. Like you're just trying to buy a pork chop and like, I'll sell you a pork chop, 
But if you're going to be rude, if you're going to be, you know, saying derogatory things to any of my staff or me or Annabella or anybody that is in my space, you can just get the fuck out. I don't want your money and I won't <laughs> take it and you can get out. Well, it's it's, it's kind of like what both of you said, like the comment of go back to where you came from or if you don't like it, leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First of all, I think the guy was from Brexville. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's not like he was like a Ukrainian immigrant that just came in in 2019 to right. start shit. You know, go I mean, he's from here. He, go back yeah. to where he came from. Okay, Brexville. All right, so like West Street Akron. Down 77. I, okay. It's like 40 minutes from here. It's yeah. not far. You like, know? I'll get, <laughs> send you it's, a postcard. It's, it's just odd. But I mean, I do think that there are kind of, there's clicks, I, I think, in terms of that. Like, honestly, I don't know why I do. I see downtown as like that click, as, as the town hall click. I don't know why I just do. I have no reason to think that. Yeah. I just feel that way. Probably because the Bobby George has such a, a reach, and I think a lot of those restaurants down there. Yeah. But it's just not something that I kind of really fuck with. I think all. most of the people in the industry might... It might be like Town Hall and Bobby George. It takes him a while to get everybody up the stairs, else. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just listening to the. He has a very good pattern with it. I'm sorry. I'm just texting my wife to let him up. He wants to get up. <laughs> he's like, you guys suck. I'm out of here. I think it's dinner time. Mm. Oh, he's eating. <laughs> has he, though? <laughs> has he? Well, I mean, he's eating his dinner, but I mean, if it was up to him, he'd eat a lot more. Yeah. A little late night snack. I had to text my partner and be like, the dog has not been fed, so feed her, but also don't let her trick you. That's, like, a joke we say every time, like, if someone comes home first, is like, don't let them fool you, they've been fed. So. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. Yeah, there's some things they're, like, ninjas about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That that was the literally, in most episodes, you can hear Roscoe <laughs> slowly crawling up the steps. I love it. Yeah. I What was I saying? Oh, I, I, I think I was saying, um, I think it's... It's my idea that it's Town Hall and Bobby George versus the rest of the industry. I, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I think it's like them alone and, yeah. and, you know, I don't think. Well, I mean, there are some people that are in business with them. Like, right. Uh, the guys who own Lago and stuff like that. Yeah, that's like, I didn't know that. Like and the, Summer the, the House, reach. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, that one kind of bummed me out because I'd heard it was good and we wanted to go, but. We're like, nah, we're good. Like, I also think he owns like many. Harry Buffalo. He owns like all random. the Harry Buffaloes. It's yeah. very weird. It's yeah. very weird. And Barley House, owns. I think too. Yeah, I think Barley House he also owns. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I mean, like I don't, I don't really visit a whole lot of chain things, so like I wouldn't know. I can't tell you the last time I ate at a chain restaurant. Um, that's just a personal choice that I have. The only good chain is I had is, some McDonald's French fries today. Okay. Oh my god, they were so Which, good, dude. You know what? <sighs> Some people just understand taste buds, mm-hmm. and I, I'm a, I am a Wendy's fan. Okay. I think the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's okay. is right up there with wherever the Holy Grail is. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it is, and you know what? Most most fast food like burgers taste like oh someone microwaved it and then sat on it. Oh yeah, that's exactly yeah. what they do. They but for some reason, yeah. the McDonald's. Breakfast is it's like gourmet to my stupid taste buds. <laughs> Those are my griddles, man. I see. I may. I may. I haven't uh, had one in years, but same. I used to I'm a bacon, get egg, one. and cheese biscuit. They're. I don't know what they do there. Whatever that 15 year old is doing back there is brilliant. <laughs> I mean, okay, but have you had roaming biscuit? No. Oh, what is that? Yes. 
Oh my gosh. So what? Shonda. Tell me that's local. <laughs> it is local. It is. It's right off of downtown. She has the bake shop and cafe. She's about to open up next to Jukebox, like a couple spots yeah. down from Jukebox. She's going to be putting a West Side location. She does pop-ups everywhere. Yeah. She was just at uh, Ready, Set, Coffee this weekend. Mm-hmm. She's done, you know, she's done a couple brunch pop-ups at uh, Jukebox to be specific. But uh, her name is Shonda. Her biscuits are light and fluffy and holy hell. And she does really Oof. beautiful bre- breakfast sandwiches. With that pimento cheese. Her pimento cheese. She Ugh. gets mad at me because I'll go in there and I'm like, I just want biscuits and pimento. She's like, I make all of these other really good things. I'm like, yeah, but your pimento cheese. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. have yeah. a tub of the it. The customer's always right. Give me yeah, the like, just give me the fucking pimento and all those biscuits. Like, so good. But her biscuits are great. Uh, she actually sells them now frozen at a few locations. Saucy Saw being one of them. Uh, but Gingham Market. I've heard of that place. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a pretty cool little butcher shop. Uh, <laughs> but no, so she's starting to get the biscuits out into the world where you could take them home and, and, and bake them off yourself. I love that. I do. Because I think biscuits for a breakfast sandwich, biscuits, I think are the best. Best. Same. They are so yeah. good. If you can find. And you know, it's funny. Like you're talking about over by Jukebox. The other place. I, I've only had it one time. It was the best biscuit that I've had, I think, in the city. Hingetown Grocery has an amazing breakfast sandwich on this mm. biscuit, and it is really good. Interesting. Okay. Oh, it's so, 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 so good. So I heard they switched owners recently, like in the last, like, two, three years, maybe. I say, again, time six frame, Six months right? ago? Six, in the last six months. Well, it might be, because I've only been there one time. I just kind of <clears> found <throat> out about it about six months ago. Okay. So maybe so, it did. New owner. Um, I have not been since uh, ownership changed, but uh, my like I do know that they were... Uh, a vet to some some local kitchens in Cleveland. So very very good. I'm cool. happy to hear that. Like they're expanding the food menu. And, very and good. Very cool. Nature. They're all really really nice too. Nice. I want to say that the guy. I think I saw an article about him. He's a a, a veteran, and he. I think just start, maybe I, I. It may be a recent change actually, oh, okay. but it was very very good. I highly recommend. I remember telling my wife because my wife's like you're really enjoying she can tell because i love food she's like this biscuit's amazing i even took off a piece of the biscuit and i don't share food because i ain't that dude and but i took a piece of that biscuit and gave it to her and it's very 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 good it sounds like you need to go get some roaming biscuit for breakfast oh no i very much want to now i think you need yeah you got to get the roaming biscuit she she slays like she does some really good stuff she she has a lot of different specials uh but the og which is like i believe like brisket or maybe no i lied i'm lying i'm not gonna try and tell you how you make everyone that comes on here lies it's fine yeah i've lied like five times here (laughs) the og has the pimento (laughs) cheese on it that's right the og is just like bacon egg and pimento yeah but she does a smoked brisket one like i would i would take it from a small child they were eating it. I'll take it from a large child. Who cares? It's, it's, it's a child. I'm gonna dominate him physically. I know, but like small child <laughs> feels more like intimidating. Cause like you know, the child's intimidated or you're intimidated. No, to say you would take it from a small child, cause like a larger child could fight back a little bit. Small child, they could just push him down. Well, also if you're saying that you will take something <laughs> from a large child, you're actually being more intimidating because it's like, wow, she doesn't care. No, who like, it is. I, I give no. Fucks. Like I'll take that from a crippled kitten. <laughs> I I would probably draw the line at the cat. Yeah, oh, we all know animals why? That, that's, are better that's than people. That's a win. No, it's a win, <laughs> ladies. It's a win. They don't have opposable thumbs. They can't do for themselves. <laughs> if they had that sandwich, I would let them have it. Okay, I think you're leaving. Do you want a mint? I'm okay for it. Oh, right I now. thought you were just like taking pills. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of like. Pills. I took one before I came in. 
Yeah. So did I. I pilled up but right before. But it's been two hours. <laughs> it's wearing off. It's wearing it's off. It's only been an hour and 12. Well, no, we did bullshit for like a 30 minute. We did. Okay, we did. We did. Uh, no, there are some really dope places in this town. And I think uh, more specifically, like over the last few years with everything that's been happening, it's just like finding those people that you want to like align yourself with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And whether it's on a friendship level or business or whatever it may be. Um, you know, I think you, you make those choices cause like there's enough garbage outside of like everything that you don't need that garbage inside your life. Right. I, no, I agree. I, I think it's a, not even just like a food, but just from a personal standpoint, like it's, it got weird, you know, when, when that hit, you know, not surprisingly when 2020 happened, it became same thing. Everyone just chose a side and yeah, I still, to this day, I'm not sure if, what would happen if all the Democrats said, don't get vaccinated? I don't know what would happen. I feel like we're just so polarized. Everyone would just be like, run to that side if they yeah. said that. I don't know. I don't really, I don't like politics. So I don't I, either. I, I'm well, very I don't either because of that. But yeah, I mean, where I separated was, all right, if it, when, when everything was happening at once, not just COVID, but all, like everything, it felt yeah. like. It was people either came out and was showing their true colors or people were becoming a little bit more sensitive and being a little bit more empathetic. And that that was like the split for me that I saw yeah. Yeah. Um, politics aside and saw people aligning one way or the other. And yeah. that's when I was like, okay, no, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to put my foot down. I'm, I, if you're shitty, I'm not even, you're, you don't get the time and day. Like it's by yep. it's, it's, I'm done. Um, yeah, that is 2020 was a fucking wild year. It like was a it's a cleansing year. That's what I'm going but it, Honestly, you know what? I think yeah. that's actually a really mm-hmm. good word for it. Cause it's you kind of started seeing, like you said, you started kind of seeing true colors. You're yeah. like, and I, I can remember a lot of times on social media, Especially in like April and in May, you know, like the super dark where no one's really working and we're all just mm-hmm. getting fucked up because <laughs> you don't know what to do. Look, we don't know if we're gonna be here tomorrow. Dude, like, I, had, yeah. I had like a sixty day leave in Las Vegas type day. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I don't know, man, I'm at work and fuck it, you know. <laughs> but you know, then you start seeing all these things, and sometimes you're like. Someone you know, you're like, oh, yeah. I didn't know you thought that. Yeah, yeah. you're like, I thought I knew. Oh. Wow. I mean, I, look, I, I have friends that are that are liberal. I have friends that are conservative. But then there's like a far, there's like those weird like QAnon people. Oh, yeah. And they'd post something like, oh, and you text them like, hey, man, I think you made several typos in your last post. Yeah, they're like, no. You sound like a psycho. You're like, by psycho, you mean patriot? I'm like, oh. oh. No, I meant psycho. Yeah, no, I meant psycho. I mean um, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Tomato to psycho. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's real. I mean, I think there there was a lot of people that you were just like and sometimes it was like blood family that you're like, Yeah, I'm not looking forward to seeing you at Christmas because uh, we're probably gonna throw some bows. Like how that's fucked up was you know what? For me, Christmas twenty twenty, it actually COVID broke out again, so we kinda got lucky. Nice. So we couldn't get together. Nice. <laughs> it was gonna get weird. It was gonna get real weird. Like there I know a lot of people who were like, Yep, nope, we're not talking about this. We're yeah. not allowed to talk yeah. about this. We're not allowed to talk about this. And I was like, 
you know, like if you're going to spend the time with people and it like, like you were saying, like, I'm not giving them the time of the day. No. It's like putting that, if like, if I'm putting the energy into you, like I expect the same amount it's in wild. return. You know, it's the, uh, like, I, I don't have, I was joking around. Like, I don't have like a massive far right family member. I, I, I don't, but the vaccination was weird because we have military people. We have teach, we have every facet like under the sun where it kind of impacted everyone differently and weirdly. Yeah. No one really knew how to deal with it. And I gave everyone a pass for the most part, like in like April and May, because no one knew, you know, you didn't know totally. anything. Like if you're like, all right, the rules from, you know, April, 2020 to, you know, February, 2023, we pr- have obviously have more information now, but I, if someone, I can't get on board with someone that gets like, mad about a mandate no one knew anything i mean it was like 28 days later out here yeah, it was. i didn't know what uh. was i was afraid to go to the grocery store yep i was you afraid know? to touch my mail for a little same bit. i should have <laughs> piled up outside we didn't know yeah. you know I'm like i wouldn't you know the mailman's touching everybody's mailbox yep. i touched my mail and how many my mailmen and, touched before yeah. you know you don't know i'm like all right well the mail's here let's let's get it thursday it's monday <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, you don't know. Yes. Maybe if we the vitamin D and the sun and then you could drink some bleach. We're just like yeah, fine. spraying bleach <laughs> on the mailbox. So what? When did you? When did you like open back up? Because it started opening back up like I want to say July. Of you never shut down. We, so we never fully shut down. Um, I think the the benefit of being such a small company, we were able to shift to like an online platform immediately. Um, And and also to be for anyone that that's listening, it's not yours. Isn't like a restaurant. Like there's actually ways you actually can stay safe at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we did set up like online. uh, We did curbside ordering and almost everybody was doing curbside, but we were mandatory masks. Um, it, you know, and the first version of our online order form was clunky and terrible <laughs> and it was so bad. And I can't even believe half of our customers stayed with us through that. But thank God they did. Got a weekly email. <laughs> you know, and then we uh, we actually reached we put we put something on social media and just said, like, hey, we need someone to help us with website. We need something yeah. like quick. And this guy reached out and uh, he has asked to remain anonymous through this whole thing. Uh and I'll respect that, but he was like, I'm an IT guy. I build websites. I'm working for home, and I'm just trying to do whatever I can to help small businesses. So he helped us get a new website up and running and a new order form in literally two weeks' time, and he built all of it from scratch. That's awesome. And he did it for free. And oh, I was like, cool. you have to come get meat. Like, I'm not comfortable with this. Like, at least come get some meat, like some steaks or something. Like, I'm all about the barter system. But, and even to this day, like, I just had an email uh, website question the other day and I emailed him and I was like, hey, bud. He like fired back immediately. I was like, dude, you're an epic human. So thank God the community came together and helped us with that. But, uh, and then we started getting contacted from people who were like, I can't actually wear a mask because of medical reasons. How are, can I come shop there? And we gained a customer, you know, like we all talked about it. How do we feel? And so we opened up like private shopping for him uh, an hour mm. before we opened. We said you could come between this hour or you can come 30 minutes after we close and yeah. we'll just give you the store. We'll all be masked. But like we understand He's turned out to be one of my most regular and like amazing yeah, customers. Yeah, yeah. And he actually got kicked out of another store uh, for not wearing a mask and they were incredibly rude to him. 
And, you know, I get it because there was a lot of people who were like, I can't wear one. Medical reasons. Right? Like, because people just didn't want to. But, like, dude has asthma so bad that, like, wearing one. No, that's a legit thing. Right. That, that really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Right. And, you know, he was like, thank you so much. Like, he was so – because he worked from home, right? You know, at the time he was working, I think, for, like, a large company. So he was working from home. He was like, oh, yeah, I can come that time frame. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. Yeah. I just, you know, want to buy some food for myself. And I want to, you know, he feeds his dogs partially raw. Uh, so he wanted a source for that. But, like, he got kicked out of another store where they, like, told him it was okay. And then one day just, like, freaked out on him. And were like, why aren't you wearing a mask? You can't be in here if you don't wear a mask. And he's like. So it was just, like, I think people over i don't want to say overreacted but like just said the first thing that came to their minds a well, lot again at the time i don't think people knew and people freaked out oh, absolutely. you know i think Included. i think if that i think if that guy's having that conversation now the other people are are being unreasonable if this is happening again in like april and may of 2020 absolutely again and, and it sounds like this guy also just like look i i i, just, I can't go there he wasn't like God damn these people. No, like, I understand like, it, you know? Yeah. And I've got to I be, mean, we've all seen that. We've all seen that conversation, like in a store where someone's like, look, I, like some poor high school kid has to walk up to mm-hmm. someone and like, look, I'm, I'm sorry. You have to have a mask if you're in here. Yeah. And then this person starts going crazy saying, there's been science. Like, Shut the, just put the, it's a thin <laughs> tissue. Put it over your right. fucking mouth. Right. Right. You know, it's a, it's, it's, it's such a, a, a mild inconvenience. And then. Then you have like, and that is a legit thing that the asthma, pe- there are people that actually couldn't do that. That's Absolutely. a true medical thing. But then there are also people who abuse that and mm-hmm. would say, I can't do, and it was just a fucking mess, It's so man. stupid. But yeah, so we never fully closed down. Uh, we limited it to like two customers at a time. Uh, that yeah. would give people to have enough space because like our storefront isn't huge and we wanted to make sure, but people really utilize that online order form, uh, which we was We did great. the curbside. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The online ordering and curbside yeah. was like huge. I mean, we did numbers I've never seen before. Uh, I will say oh, that was so... that was one one great <clears throat> thing that I think came out of that crazy year is a lot a lot of people were supporting local and yeah. like really Super. going at it. Really but where the hell did are you now? Lot. Yeah, like what all of a sudden now because you can go back to places like. I, I, I don't know. It felt like uh, I was good enough for you when you were scared you were going to die going to the grocery <laughs> store. But like now we're not like nothing's changed other than like something did change. Olive Garden opened back up. Oh, I was and just at Olive Garden. Beautiful. Endless breadsticks. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. But they're no, not. You're, I, I'll, I'll say I'm glad you brought up like the, the, the curbside stuff because that was because I, I use that the, for anyone that just so you know, essentially what would happen is. You would just basically call or text and say, I'm out front. They would walk outside. You'd roll down your window. They would just throw whatever you were right in your front seat. It was safe. And uh-huh. that's how, you know, that, that that's, again, when because when, I know when you said we didn't really ever, technically didn't really fully close, again, I just wanted to be clear. The reason is because they were able, it, it's not a restaurant. Yeah. They're able to actually do that because there was enough of a storefront. If someone ordered something, they could put it on the counter and then they would always stay six feet away. Everyone was always maxed, mm-hmm. uh, masked up. And uh, the curbside was great. The curbside was perfect. And yeah. like we joked, we were like, well, shit, if we knew adding curbside would have brought this so much extra business, we'd have done it from the beginning, right? But like, that was just what we were all dealing with. But, uh, yeah, no, like, for real, where are all those people that ordered, like, ridiculous amounts of food 
uh, are you just, did you all become vegetarians afterwards? Or... Why don't you want the ho-hos? Right. Like, you were selling, like, 50 ho-hos a week. Like, it was, I, it, it was, it was insane. a ton. It was insane. And, like, I appreciate all of those things. And yeah. it's, like, I don't know. The ebbs and flows of a small business are really just, they, they're mind-boggling sometimes because there's no reason. Completely. So I, I know, again, I know how you handled the, the, the pandemic and it, very similar to what everyone else, a lot of the people that everyone likes and respects it. With you kind of getting started, A.B., looking at you. That's not a video podcast. Because um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, you, you made a couple comments about how things you, you were selling and doing well. So how did you have to adapt or do it? I, obviously, I know social media helps and partnering up with Melissa. But like, what is like, like, what did you kind of learn during it and how is that because again it's the last couple of years have been so weird for all businesses and i think food industry more than anything like you mentioned you know you would have been doing that the entire time i think we learned a lot of things about mm-hmm. those things what, what did you learn as you were kind of adapting what did you keep i don't i wouldn't say that i necessarily learned anything in that time because i didn't either it was insane <laughs> it was insane I, yeah. I was just like I guess I'm just gonna keep making ho hos until I to my little wrist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean I was just I was I like deal okay. with a little wrist. <laughs> I, you know, it's our inside joke yeah, all yeah. the time. If like we can't do something, we're like, oh, our weak wrist. Help me, help me. I'm just a woman. Um, <laughs> do we do that a lot too? I do this to Logan at work. Help me. <laughs> my weak wrist. My weak wrist. Um, I'm just so small. I was just I was just going with the flow at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what else to do, but I wasn't I knew I I'm not the kind of person who can just sit my ass at home. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I I especially with so much going on, I needed to keep my mind occupied. Distraction. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I just showed up every day. I mean, it was her and I in the kitchen, her doing her thing, me doing mine, and yeah. we just we just kept going and going through the whole sometimes cross action, like you know, know. helping I, each other. But yeah. I feel like, like looking back. I, I, I would have loved to honestly had kind of like that scenario because it was for a lot of people, we we sat in our homes, we were scared and we didn't know what was going to happen and we weren't working. Like I was laid off a week yeah. after everything really kind of fell apart. Yeah. Um, Like, and again, look at obviously, you know, hindsight's 2020, you know, but I was just. It was a horrible time. It was. I, I didn't, and I was that person just ordering food and getting drunk every yeah. day. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, I literally was just in apocalypse now mode. I didn't know what was going to happen. Nobody did. Yeah. And then, you know, looking back and you, you find out, like, some people really kind of just, you know, just kind of just, like, you know, grit their teeth and just got back into it. And we're obviously a lot more careful, but. Had I not I, had a place to be and yeah, that's th- rough. things to do, I would have. I probably would have gone crazy. Same. Maybe became an alcoholic. I don't know. Like to TBD, right? Like yeah. Nobody wants to know that. I think that was a thing. Like certain personalities, and if you have the ability, like you just grasped onto like whatever was somewhat normal, right? For, yeah. Right? Like it was like okay. I, I know how to butcher. She knows how to make cookies and ho-hos and all these things. We're just going to do that. I, I, everything else aside, that's what we're going to do. And, like, thankfully people came to buy all those things. Otherwise, making it for no reason. But Yeah, I mean, luckily I was able to make money and, yep. and not yeah. have to, like, worry about what am I going to do or, or any of that. Yep. And then... 
after it was kind of started getting over with and I started getting accounts and now I have like a bunch of accounts and I'm just, I'm just there. Yeah. Just there. That's awesome. I really, and again, having sampled your product, that's well-deserved and it's, it's really, really good. And it's, and we are not a sweet tooth house. (laughs) We're not. Like we don't really ever get like desserts or anything. Yeah, we just don't. But man, holy shit! <laughs> I do get that a lot. I get that a lot. I don't really like desserts, or I don't really like sweet stuff. Yeah. But I like your stuff, my husband mainly, because I don't, I don't like sweet, super sweet stuff. Yeah. So when I make something, I do put a lot of thought into different flavors. How, yeah. How how can I make this good and still be a dessert but not be overly sweet? Like instant diabetes. Yeah. What was the cheesecake you made me last year for my birthday? I don't remember. I had like Oh yeah, that was um a hibiscus mm-hmm. cheesecake. What is I'm sorry, what is hibiscus? It's like it's a flower. Yeah. Okay, I'm stupid. You got it. No, no, well, no. it's very popular in like Middle Eastern cuisine. Yeah. I'm very dumb. Yeah. God, I oh. feel like this was your plan the you whole time. You should culture yourself. <laughs> you know, you should go buy a hibiscus tree. All I, I want, Plant, I, bush, I'm not going to buy that. They I'm look gonna, like they're trees. I'm not going to buy that. I'm going to buy the ho-hos. We I went, about and, bought, time. So I I went and bought one. So it had hibiscus, pistachio. Turmeric. Turmeric, that's what it was. Raspberry. It was like a turmeric. Like, flavor profile-wise, like, you would not really see that, like, commercially or even in a lot of places. And that's, like, that was, it was, the flavors were so incredibly dope. Like, just worked well. It was, like, a little sweet and it was a little tart and a little savory. And, like, you know, had that, like, butteriness from the pistachios. And you posted it and somebody was like, I need that in my life. And you ended up making it again. And, you know, it was, wasn't it like, it was a turmeric... Was it whip or was it like meringue? Meringue. That's right. Yeah. But, you know, she does some really cool stuff with flavors that you're not, you know, expecting. And Do you I get to sample a lot of it, so. I'm so pissed at you. But so is my fucking pants. Well, because I've only. <laughs> like... Honestly, my sweats would forgive me because I just I'm mad because you've had. So I've only had the coffee cake one time. Well. And. There were, I, I, you had at least, there was at least three things at Juneberry. The honey I mean, pie. We were, that was the other one. The that honey we pie. Were, we were debating, but we saw the Get. coffee cake. The salted honey pie has this cult following. Every time I'm in there dropping something off and they're, they're like, <sighs> oh I'm standing there waiting while they're like writing my check. There's somebody <laughs> at the counter like, oh, you made the, the salted honey pie. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was me. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. Like it's a thing. That's it's good. Thing. It is. It's great. And in my mind, I'm like, this is very. It makes me feel very good that people love the food that yeah. I make. But I'm also just like, this just just a pie. What's well, a pie? And it has this cult following. It does. But it's not super sweet. Again, yeah. it's that same thing. It's like the honey in there is so good. The crust <laughs> is like. It's it, it has this like uh, so we joke right there are a couple recipes that she does and she pulls out this like little beater and I'm like <laughs> grandma's here because it makes that same noise that like all of us remember of like your mom or your grandma making like a, a cookie or a cake in the, in the kitchen yeah, yeah like against the metal bowl I am granny AB in, yeah. In, yeah. in the shop and so like but that's I think that's why so many of her desserts like hit like they have that like uh that like 
kind of grandmas making it for you. There's that like. Well, there's, but there's a, but that, that's a, again, that's a thing. Like, like when you're talking about like grandma stuff to this day, my grandma, I still think made the best crepe I ever had in my life. Like those are things like I, I think of like things that my mom made when I was a kid. My mom used to make this chicken cacciatore, which I think was amazing, and this yep. tuna casserole. It was amazing. My wife made tuna casserole. This week. She's been trying to duplicate the thing that I've been talking about. Never. Like, can't do it. Never. You can't do it because, one, this is not 12-year-old Joe, <laughs> and uh, I've had so much to eat since then. But, but I mean, th- those things matter, and I think, that's, I think that's why you've had success because people love – Again, the, the quality also, but people really do love that stuff. And they support the stuff that they like and that they respect. They do. They'll always go back for it, and they'll tell people about it. Like, you have, like, I've told easily 10 people about that coffee cake since I've had it. <laughs> for, uh, and, and I've done this with. It's probably why they, they keep right. running. No. But honestly, but like, for like, I mean, when I think of like 10 different guests that I've had on here that are in a similar industry. Yours is the beef jerky and the Denver steak that you have. Mm. I have, me and my buddy Mike have had your, I will, a lot of times I would just get like three Denver steaks and I would invite them over. Those Denver steaks are the best steaks I've ever had. Yep. Outside of the only other one that rivals that where I was in like this super fancy steakhouse in Montreal that, which was cooked and made and served by like 25 professionals right outside of that i made it on my grill and it was pretty damn close yeah that is is legit the denver steak is thick and it's just it's the best i like the the is it bavette the bavette and i also like the spinalis spinalis the rib cap yes those are very good she got me hooked on the spinalis that one's those are just but those are but those are those are the things that people just come back for those, right. and I think people like digging on local places too. I, I think, think so. they do. I think yeah. there's a, I think there's a market for people that like to, like even before 2020, during 2020, and obviously after 2020, I think people got into making sure that they were like if like uh like if you're gonna get a pizza during that time, yeah. you made sure like I didn't go to Papa John's or Marco's. No, you were going. To I El went Rone. to Roman Fountain or something right. like that. Or I went to El Rion. Yeah, I went yeah. to the pl- Harlow's. I went to the place that I love that I still love. You I know? think there's like different class of folks who like absolutely are committed to continuing to support mm-hmm. local, and I think the pandemic like really pushed that. I think um, we're definitely seeing a trend now where people are kind of going back to like pre-pandemic ways and. If I think for for me specifically, I won't speak for everyone else, but like for me specifically, the pandemic gave me an opportunity to like really point out what was important, what I wanted to fight for, what I was willing to stick my neck out for, like all of those yeah. things really got clear for me, both on a personal and professional level. Um, and so now I've almost like dug in deeper onto like trying to only support local as much as possible you know it's like i agree yeah. the trip to aldi's or giant eagle it's inevitable like a girl's got to eat potato chips like come on well also okay the the other thing that i think is i happened make too my is... own potato chips shut up you do, <laughs> you do not you do not you do not i, I do know not. for a fact you got them lays up in there yep. and the frito i'm a if snacker you, if yeah. you hey i'm a snacker too i mean dramatic snacks hello mm-hmm. but if you had actually been making your own potato chips and didn't bring those either honestly i'd have kicked you out oh, okay. like that's bullshit <laughs> like, all right you know i have two that's their third strike you're out the um so in terms of like in in for for both of you really when you've kind of had the success you've had and, and you have had both success and and even though i got i know 10 years 
I'm sorry. It just doesn't feel that way. It does not. No. It doesn't. I, mean, I know I mean, for I you, Morton. Yeah. But when you've had that, <laughs> there's always the the uh, the blend of expansion versus quality. Mm-hmm. And the best example I can give. This might be a stupid example, but it's one I'm going to give. When Melt first came out, <laughs> I remember first going to Melt probably 12 years ago. It was the one on the east side on Taylor Road. Yep. The sandwich I got was phenomenal. It was so good. I remember. I remember what it was. It was a chorizo. Uh, the chorizo potato. I a, would crush that damn. One sandwich. of the best sandwiches yeah. I've ever yep. had in my life. Yep. It's it was so now. good. It was the first time I've ever had it. But obviously, and again, I'm I'm not shitting on it because there's a business aspect to this, but also there's a quality maintaining business. So when you think about that, like in terms of like expansion, is that something? Do you want to do like like and and for both of you because you do so much of yours personally and same thing with you, is that feasible to kind of do that or are you gonna like would you have to bring on someone that you trust to kind of keep the whole routine or recipes or anything like that? It's, it's I mean, it, I think it's something you're both going to encounter. Yeah, I mean, I think I've already kind of started to encounter sure. it. You know, with like where do we go I, for us specifically, right? So. We came up on five years, and, like, five years is that mark for, like, a brick and mortar, right? Where everyone's, like, that's, like, where they, they like, judge you. Can you make it five years? Well, five years is incredible prior to COVID. Correct, right? It's super incredible now. So, like, this next month will be our six-year anniversary. Yeah, amazing. So, I hit five years, and I went, oh, shit. I've been so busy with just trying to survive the last year and a half with the pandemic and everything. I didn't have any further goals, like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Like we spent so much time in the, like right now. And so like looking at that, I don't necessarily want to expand. I want to create like that space to continue. I want to be busting at the seams before that happens. And I think that is where it's almost impossible to stay in your spot. Correct. Right. And like, I'm still very committed to that neighborhood. You know, unfortunately the pandemic, I think took a lot of like, traction on kind of the development of it um you know it was funny that annabella brought up politics because i'm now finding myself like right dead (laughs) in the middle of politics where i'm like calling on the mayor and i'm calling on people and i'm just saying do fucking better well you know and that's it's that's that's an interesting point because when you when you start becoming and honestly it's a compliment though when you start becoming a staple of the community, when you're part of the community and you're when, when you're a piece of the community that people are looking to, not just for your services, mm-hmm. but for guidance and, and 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 benefits in the neighborhood, I that is it's almost inevitable. It is. You and know, like you have and, a and voice. again, it is a compliment. It is. You may not like it. I know you don't. <laughs> but it but I'm again. It, it. But again, it's something that I think that as you're becoming a piece of the community that they depend on. It's, it's just, it's damn near a requirement. It is. And I think it's also, it's kind of like, I feel like it's my duty in some weird way, yeah. right? Like I have this platform. That's I what's going to happen. That's like, what's going to happen, you know? You know, almost 10,000 followers on Instagram. And if only a quarter of the people saw <laughs> what I posted of like, you know, inadequacies to like uh, sourcing food in different neighborhoods or yeah. whatever it might be, you know, it could it get just one more person to think about that. And I, I think that's the thing. It's like uh, just trying to use my, my voice for good. Right? Plus Mel like, really, really like cares so much about 
community. Yeah. And oh, she's that, just that's... an amazing person. I mean, like, I'm sure you already know. But she just does a lot. And she would, she... That's been clear since the day I met her. <laughs> yes. And no, it, it really, really has. And you I know, might not just... like politics, but I'm in the background, like, egging her on, like, yeah, yeah, yeah blast them, blast them. You're like, it, post that. It. Yes, post that. Which, like it or not, that's politics. <laughs> yeah, that is politics. It, <laughs> but, but, no, but, but, but you're right, social... though. But you're right, though. <laughs> yeah. but, like, think about this. So the success that, that she's had with Saucy Son. It's not like they couldn't have moved to a quote unquote better neighborhood. Oh, we could have put it in any neighborhood yeah. we wanted to. Your space we... isn't so huge that it's unviable. You can no. move to. There's three places in Lakewood right now. I know you can move to. Absolutely. But the things that you do in the and again, I think what we were just talking about the things you do in the community matter, and I think it's even stronger in communities that I think are more neglected, like yours. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's like a it's an opportunity for us to say like you know yes like. This is the best, the best situation that I can always like equate this to is when I was a kid, I went to a house party in Tremont and I got (laughs) grounded for a month because I was in Tremont after dark. Like we're really quick to forget what these neighborhoods were like. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, You know, because there's development dollars and like people living there, we don't talk about the crime as much, like all of those things. So like it's a multifaceted situation, right? Like it's holding the local uh, news uh, accountable, uh, which we have been doing. Uh, If they run more than two negative stories, I email them like 10 things that are positive happening in the neighborhood. I'm not saying don't report the negative, but also maybe like, I don't know. Give us a fair chance. You're already kicking us while we're down. You it's a know? global thing. Negative sales, positive. Absolutely. Is, just, uh, but I, Heather Havlin from Lucky's Cafe, um, you know, there are very different opinions of this woman. And I, I love her dearly. I've never worked for her, but I love her dearly. And I take what she has to say very, very heavy. Right. She is like this like wise old She's not old, but like, you know, <laughs> old in the sense like she's been around in the community. She's I'll edit that out. It's okay. Next time I, go, next time w- I see her, she's like, old? Wise, young, attractive. Got it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, she talks about when she first moved to Tremont, right? And like the, the little park right across the street from Lucky's Cafe and like oh, drug yeah. dealers being out there. And she would walk out there with like fresh baked cookies and be like, Hey, like, I know you're doing your thing and like, I'm not going to stop you from doing your thing. But like, could you maybe move it down a block or two, <laughs> you know, and it, it takes those people who are willing to say like, I see you, do you, but can you just do it on the next damn corner? Like, come on, like give these people a chance. Right. And so I, I think that's what we're doing. That's what I'm hoping we're trying no, to no, do. No, no, no. I, I don't, I don't think that's what, that's what you're doing. You know, again, the, uh, I again, I don't know exactly what you call it, but it, you know, me and Patrick came down to the, uh, little feast neighborhood mm-hmm. dinner you did. Yep. I mean, which is coming back this year. I'm so oh, excited. Oh God, I'll, I'll <laughs> be, I'll, I will. So excited. I will be there, baby permitting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But the, so, and again, it, well, no, you explain it, please. Yeah. I mean, like the village feast, right? Like it's that, it's that thing. It's like bringing together a community and saying like, it doesn't matter your social economics. It doesn't matter your race. It doesn't matter your gender, but like none of that matters in this setting. We are sharing a meal and it is a common denominator. So setting up the street and, you know, putting up community style service, inviting the community to be part of it as far as like serving, right? Like we have to, um, pretty large drug rehabilitation like houses in the neighborhood so like reaching out to them and saying like hey can you come help us set up and break down but also 
sit down and eat because you're part of this community, right? So community doesn't just give you the flashy, right? It's the good, the bad, the ugly. Like you have to take all of it and you have to be able to invest into those and helping that like bad become a little bit better. It may maybe not be where your level of better is and that's okay. But like, can we give them opportunities and resources? And, you know, that has been my last year and a half is really seeing how how terrible neighborhoods like Slavic Village were affected by the pandemic in the sense that like you already had a very low economic status just wiped and now you have just a neighborhood that just feels in completely invisible to and you. Yeah. And you would think that, they, that those kinds of neighborhoods would be the first that would receive help. And Correct. Those are, uh, those are always, again, what you kind of, you want to talk about media or anything like that. Those are always the ones that are going to be viewed. Le- it's a very weird cycle. So obviously uh, negativity sells all the time, but in a pandemic, positivity sells right so right. it's always like here's this cute story of this kid who hasn't seen his grandparents i'm not saying it's bad okay it's yeah i fucking it's adorable yeah you but, cried but, probably. but in a pandemic the positive stories are what sells because that's what people want to see non-pandemic the negative stories for some it's it's a it's psychotic it's like but that is what people want to see it is but can i tell you so i heard of this was from like a while back but like buffalo in specific got together and put together like on a city level kind of a a committee and it was representative of all types of media within buffalo right so print radio tv all of that stuff and they basically put together like an ethics committee and they said like hey we're going to report the bad, but we also need to report the good. And it has to be even on all the neighborhoods. Yeah. Like, think about what would happen to the perception of Ohio City if half of the crime was actually reported on a local news station versus, you know, every time something bad happens in, in Slavic Village or Union Miles, Mount Pleasant. Like, that's all we talk about. But we're not talking about... The businesses that are there that are doing turkeys, hands outs, or free hams at Christmas, or whatever it is, you know, a resource center that's being built by, like, literally residents who said, well, you know what, screw you, if you're not going to give us the resources, we're going to figure them out, and we're going to share them with everybody, and we're going to open our own resource center. I no, I completely agree. No, uh, I think you're very right about like i don't know it's just one of those things i don't know if we can shake that i think we can probably like a like a local community level maybe um nationally no god no cnn msnbc fox it's just a mess probably not but i guess i but i see what you're saying i I agree i think for me the thing was is that like uh why are we all right so everyone was so fired up during like the beginning parts of the pandemic about like so many things and some of them yeah get fired up but you are willing to like do all the things for it then and there but now we're going back to that pre-pandemic like mm-hmm. mindset where everyone's just back in their own little bubble. They support who they support. Maybe you're down a few friends, family members or whatever because you broke ways. You know, you, you went your separate ways during the pandemic for political or whatever reasons. Uh, but why are you willing to just like stop talking about these situations? Because they're still here and they're still very much uh, a reality for a lot of people. 
right? I agree. Just because they're not for you doesn't mean they're not for someone else. Well, you know, it goes back to the uh, like we take the uh, 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 the 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 wiping out student debt thing. Like, just because it doesn't impact you doesn't mean it's not a good thing, right? You know what I mean? And I think uh, I, I will say so. I've been to your uh, you know Fleet Street luncheon what the, or the fuck you want to call it i don't know <laughs> this is not th- th- this is not like a mass produced you know hey here's a barbecue this is top this is like the best meal i've ever had yeah sitting in the middle of the street because you guys closed down we streets. closed on the street you're sitting it's in the so middle of the good. street it was like and like that's the thing it's like a, it's about building community and community is not you just... better bring hose this next one by the way. <laughs> i'll consider it you know the Community is not just where you live, right? Community is also where you work. Like Agreed. you can be part of commu- like multiple communities. We don't all live and work in the same community. And if you do, that's dope. But if you don't, also like put out that effort. If you want change, you have to be part of the change. You can't just sit back and be like, well, fuck them. They're not doing anything. Well, sure. But like also, what are you doing? Like, you know, and, it, it, and if you're not up for the fight, cool like also but i think it's like this i don't know i feel incredibly committed not only to like making our shop survive uh for the last like year and some change we've been able to actually be exactly authentically like who i am who who everyone else is uh to be you know public about like that i am part of the lgbtq community but like having a woman business partner i could never say that because that was like oh well they must be scissor sisters like get the fuck (laughs) out of here like we can't just be friends two girls can't be friends oh this is like real when like penny left people were like i'm so sorry I'm so sorry. Those lesbians broke up. Right. And it was like, we never, (laughs) ever, ever, you know? And so like, but like all of my staff is part of the queer community and like being able to just say like, you know what? I'm tired of not being who I am. And if you don't like it, then like. I, I go fuck off. I'm yeah. so sorry. I didn't. Even know oh yeah, there was someone that read Wait, that Penny there... with the Phoenix. Like, oh, they broke up. Wasn't yeah. there an article that even said? No. No. Okay. So this is this was I was so it was Food and Wine magazine. Oh, that's right. That's Food right. and mother f and I've said fuck like a thousand <laughs> times. I don't know why I said mother f in that one type, but like. So they yeah, said that we <laughs> they said that we put the butch in butchery, and I was what? like, "Are you fucking? Oh yeah, kidding that's me. what it was. That's what I it was. was livid about that. Wait, wait. They said we put the butch in butchery. This is Silence. the longest that no one's ever not talked <laughs> to this podcast. Right, we're all just like, what? what? Yeah, we um, were also laughing about being, it pretty wait, I'm hard. I'm sorry, what does that even? Basing off of. We never called Nas. <laughs> no. Uh, they just wait like, oh, okay. <laughs> I want to say that it said something like, I'm trying to remember. It was like, uh, the Russ belts. Blah, blah, blah. Put the, put the butch and butchers. Yeah. yeah. I, I ha- I'll have to find it and I'll send it to you, but like, I don't Please remember. Please do. Oh um, my God. I, yeah, I was like pretty. Having never met or talked to you. Uh-huh. And it was also like 2020, 2021. So I was like, well, in this climate, that's also like food and wine. Like, uh huh. That it's just such a weird thing to say. I don't know. Even I, even if y'all were scissor sisters, I mean, that's still a weird thing to say. 
basically, you gotta be butch. Without ever talking to somebody. If you're female and you're a butcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's wrong on so many. One, it's just you're assuming the sexual orientation. Two, you're just like, oh, a super butch. Which, butch itself is a derogatory term for gay people. You're just like, like oh, fuck. Well, yeah, I'm sure you know. But like, I was trying to Google it literally while we were sitting here. But I can I. This is this is the world that I live in. I just want to share this with you. Uh, so I can't find it right now. But I found an article about somebody else. Uh, and it's literally the title of the article is two young attractive ladies taking down some hogs." Never in a million years would they be like two handsome men taking down some hogs." Wow, that okay. Hmm. Because I was with you, I'm like, so far it sounds awesome. I would love if someone would call me single and attractive. Yeah. But then taking down the hogs part. Uh-huh. Right. I know they're going to be like, oh, no, no, no. It's the butcher thing. No, it's not. You know what that's about. Right. Then that's a, nah, right. fuck off. Right. Please find that article and send it to I, me. I will, I'll find it and send it to you. Because it was just like, it was just like, what? But like, yeah. So, you know, over the, this has given me the opportunity <laughs> to be exactly who we are and like what we do. And if you're not for it, like, that's Okay. Like, I don't agree with a lot of people, but, like, I still support them, right? Like, or I don't. I don't have to, like, come at them and come for right. them or yeah. say shit that, like, just don't come, you know? But also, well, It's also if a, you, do, you, do you know or do you not know? Like, I mean, if you know, you don't, that's fine. Like, I mean, I've had people ask me about guests, like, hey, are they gay? I'm like, I don't know. What like, does it, it matter? It didn't come up because we were talking about their business right <laughs> i didn't talk about their gay business i talked about their business it's just their but i mean business. i've had people and they were like i'm not i'm like i'm not saying it's fine i'm not saying you're i'm just saying like but the also, reason i didn't ask you is because why do i care why do you exactly why do you care it unless you're sexually change. interested in yeah. somebody it doesn't change the fact that they're running this or doing that you know it it's, means absolutely Nothing unless you are physically attracted to them and trying to ask them on a date or yeah. be part of your thruple. Like right. otherwise, <laughs> like it makes zero get zero fucks are given. It makes no impact on how I do my job. It makes no impact on how I treat other people. It makes no impact on anything else yeah. other than having to hide who I am or not be open about who I am because you already have made up your assumption of me anyway, right? Uh, so. You've all called me butch before. Sure. But I've known plenty of women who are actually heterosexuals who are a little bit more masculine than some some women that I know. So like what does that matter? Like you should be judging people by their they, like their worth as a human, right? Like that's why I said it doesn't matter what's in your pants. Are you a good human? Cuz there's plenty of people who have both parts, no parts and they're still shitty people. Like if you're yeah. a shitty person, you're just a shitty person. There's there's also, no. Uh, these are things that just don't matter. They don't. It's just. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. And talking about when you're talking about like talking about your butcher shop, talking about my podcast, talking about the desserts you make. Ooh, is it? I was a lesbian when I made this ho ho. <laughs> And then I went straight. And then I went straight. That's what I'm talking about. Right like, now, I don't know what I am, but I'll let you know like, Would you like to try my gay coffee cake? Right. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This one was a straight yes, coffee cake. Yes, yes, I'll have the gay coffee so, cake, So, right, next time you ask, like, a new new guest to be on the show, you're going to be like, will you come on my heterosexual fucking podcast? I'm going to introduce everybody as, please welcome my 
heterosexual guest. Uh, is that true? No? No. You're not uh, sure yet? No. Well, I don't know, man. Figure it fucking we out. We need to know. Like, it just, I, I, I don't know. It, it's just a, such, it's so interesting how involved we get in other people's business mm-hmm. when, like, there are so many, like, if you took half of that energy and directed it towards, I don't know. Like some civil engagement, or like, well, you know what, even, well, or like rescuing a kitten. I, like, I don't yeah. know. Well, that Joe's trying to steal a biscuit from, like, fuck. Yes. a gay biscuit. A gay the, biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Like, even like we, we were joking around. You were talking about like uh, how hard I was. Like, oh, did you party for the Super Bowl? Like, no, I went to bed at nine. Yeah, I went to but bed. But like, at nine. even for the Super Bowl, so uh, uh, there was like this uh, uh, this clip going around where. This woman was talking to this uh, this coach, who uh, NFL coach, he's a black guy. And he's like, "Isn't it amazing that the Super Bowl being coached by are two black quarterbacks?" And the coach was just like, "Or <laughs> two quarterbacks? Why does it matter if they're black? Like even he was like, why does that? Why is that part of your story? Right? Do you want to talk about how good they are at fucking football? They're in the goddamn Super Bowl. They're in they the Super Bowl. They didn't get to the Super Bowl because they're black. They're good at it. What are they? The what? Are, what do you call it? The affirmative action. Yeah. Like that. That's yeah. why they're there. No. No, they're very good at football. That's why they're in the. Yeah, I think he handled it well, but he was just like, yeah, that's. Awesome. Um, or anyway. maybe they're just quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like it's 2023, right? And so like we're like we've progressed on so many things, but like there's so many things that we're just all like standing still on. And I had this conversation with somebody the other day, and they were like, we were we were referring to the east side and west side of Cleveland, right? As as somebody who's not from here, right? Like when you moved up here, you know, people were like, probably like, oh, don't live on this side of town, like. That east versus west is so stupid. I don't understand it. The east side is 150 miles away, as far as I know. Right. Like, yeah. and it, you need a passport. Yeah. Um, I can't yeah. get there. Yeah. Yeah. We you think. cannot get there. Right. It's just like, it's mind boggling to me. But anywho, you know, I'm having this conversation with them and they're like, well, it's always just been that way. And I was like, doesn't mean it always has to be that way. Yeah. Just because it's been that way doesn't mean it has to be that way. And if you want to impact change, then you have to like be vocal about that and you have to like stand up for that. Otherwise, yeah, sure, it will always be that way. I agree. It's you a, know? but but it the, is a little annoying to drive from one side to the other. It is, it's but not like, easy. you know what, man, it's you're you're, you're just dragging us back ten years. But like we were us, just trying to mend bridges between the right? east and the west side, and you're ruining it because you're ho. But I still go. I still go to the. I, we yeah, have to go to Zoo. Go. Absolutely. God damn it! If On the Rise can get me there for that sandwich, and they're oh, like, okay. Have you had On the Rise? No, I'm going. I, th- I've had like four places you guys have mentioned I have to go now. Okay. Oh, they have the best sandwiches. Their sandwiches. Seriously. Uh, I like the prosciutto sandwich. You like the banh mi. I like the vegan banh mi. And the mi. vegan banh mi, yeah. The prosciutto sandwich is literally just on their baguette, whipped honey, arugula, and prosciutto. I, I could eat one every day yeah. for the rest of my life. I'd be totally happy with it. I want the biscuit. I want the biscuit so bad. Yeah. You got to get the biscuit. You got to okay. go see Sean. That's Roaming, That's jam. roaming yeah. Biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. She's That's got, she's in the Tyler Village area. Like, that's where her cafe is. But then she does, like, the pop-ups. I'm not sure when she's opening next. It's, like, down. It's, like, two stores down from uh, Jukebox, where the old uh, donut spot was. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not sure when she's opening there, but I do know that, like, the stickers are on the window. So, like, things are moving. So, we'll be closer to this side of town. But in the meantime, drive your ass over to St. Clair, Tyler Village area, and get a biscuit. Treat 
your get self. that pimento I'll drive cheese. very far for a biscuit. Well, and plus over by Jukebox, not far from me. I'll definitely drive that far for that. So I know we talked. So obviously we talked about a lot of shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of it. Hey, you know what? That's I why never he's do recording. either. <laughs> I never do either. That's why we record it. It'll be a surprise. Um, <laughs> it will. It's always it a surprise. Will. So what's uh what's coming up? Twenty twenty. We're kind of at the beginning of twenty twenty three. So what's coming up for you? Uh, I mean, I nothing much really. I uh, do my accounts. I do my custom orders, and I I kind of like it that way for now. I'm not. I don't have any like big master plans. Well, um, I think you kind of do. Your master <laughs> plan is just that the big accounts. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to keep making stuff for these restaurants and do my custom orders and hang out at, you know, Sasan with my crew. Um, just keep doing it. Just yeah, keep right. doing it until I decide I don't want to do it anymore. That's kind of how I, how I roll. Well, if anyone wants to, that was very underwhelming, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're undershooting how good your stuff is. I would agree. I, I, I this is a common. This I, is a this common is, thing, and that's it's not a bad thing. At the same time, it's a bad thing. But also, this like you're was, talking about. It, I'm getting I pissed. I just love. I just love what I do, and I feel happy enough getting hey, being able well, to you know do what? it. You know, I for don't. anybody that does want to, please go to. You can find uh, Dramatic Snacks. You can find them on Instagram. That's where I found them. You can find them at Saucy Son, Juneberry. Where else? LBM, Humble, and Index. And, you know, maybe a, a couple new places coming up this year. So That's what I was asking earlier. Yeah, but. <laughs> That's okay. But every... Don't know yet. Don't know. I, I can't stress enough. Please, please, please. Please check this out. It it really it is worth it. I mean, obviously going to the places like LBM, Juneberry, all these places, Sauce Sun, not just for what they have there, but then for the dramatic sex as well. Um, it's a twofer. It is a twofer. Yeah. And then of course Melissa Saucy Sun, ten years. Congratulations. That's Thanks. really awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, ten years. It's wild. Um, we've been we've been doing some cool stuff lately. Uh, I, I, I was actually just talking to them. Peach Fuzz, I believe oh, you lover, interviewed yeah. them. Yeah, the so um, Peach Fuzz and myself and Anadonia Delight created a hybrid drag show and cooking class oh. uh, about a year and some change ago. So it's called Pigs and Wigs. Um, and that has been really fun. And, and, you know, we're continuing to do things like that. And I'm finding myself wanting to do more events. I don't know if it's been because two years we couldn't do them or what, but like, we're starting to work on like uh, doing more in-person classes and dinners and things at the shop. And, uh, you know, I wasn't always a butcher. I was also a chef. And like uh, Logan, who is like my right hand, he uh, has a lot of years behind the bar. So we're just trying to like utilize everyone's talents, keep things fresh, uh, keep money coming through the door. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, just trying to be like exactly who we are. And... I think like the, the whole going back to when you were like the events, I think it's because... We've all kind of found our people, and it makes the events a lot more fun. Absolutely. Whereas, like in the past, you're like, okay, I gotta go be the only lady, and I'll I would just agree stand in the corner and uh-huh. <laughs> see what happens. But I now would... it's just like it's so much fun doing events with people that you consider family. And yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's what most people love and strive for, you know. And most of us don't have. 
You know, we, we really don't. And it's not just the things that we love, but doing the things that we love with the people that we love. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's a that that's a that's a very unique thing. I'm I'm super glad you guys both found one. I'm glad that the for the community that you both yeah. both found Meats that. Meats and sweets, you because can't beat it's it. a, it's 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 a, I mean what? It's just like you know, Denver steaks, beef jerky, coffee cake, a lot of cakes, cheesecake. Oh my god. Brownies. This is what everyone oh my likes. God, and again, brownies. being in being in the city, again, this is this is what people love get behind respect and will always support. So I'm really glad that you're, you, that you're 10 years in, that you're still kind of in its infancy, but doing really, really, three really well. In, yeah. Well, I mean, three years, I mean, in this kind of industry, Starting in the, in the that's pandemic. two years being pandemic. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, yeah. three years and two of years was in a global pandemic. So way to fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I so difficult. And yeah. you're, <laughs> you're thriving and growing and doing better and you're doing what you love. I think it's awesome. I really Thank do. You. I'm really glad that, uh, that you were able to come in and talk about it. Speaking of events, uh, been posting about it March 24th, uh, live podcast at Funkin' Chip. It's going to be uh, Brian Sternick is going to be the host. Brian Kenny and Bill Squire are both doing sets. Nice. And then myself and Ken Schneck are doing a live podcast with, and not lying, this was all, I, I lined all this up in the last like five hours. Uh, Lauren Welch, uh, past guest, she's coming on. She's awesome. Um, Lindsay Smith from Flight is going to come on. She's going to be a guest as well. And then um, we have Heather and Lace, burlesque dancer, yes. is also going to come on. She's going to be one of the live guests as well. Do you need a hula hooper? <laughs> Do you need I mean, those we, no I tricks? I mean, we always need a hula <laughs> hooper. And then I'm not beef. lying. <laughs> and then I'm not... Watch me eat beef <laughs> We'll see what you I'll can show do. show you. <laughs> and then I'm not going to lie, as we've been doing this podcast, the musical guest... Uh, Baker, the Baker's Basement has agreed to close out with a song too. So, what was that date again? March twenty fourth. Don't worry, I'm going to send you to the Eventbrite. Is yeah, it uh, to buy tickets. Yeah, I would love for you guys to come. Cool. Uh, but I will send you tickets as soon as we're done here. Um, but this was awesome. I am obviously always happy to see you. Yes. And I'm really glad I got to meet me you. Me too. Um, it's nice to meet me. It is. Uh, <laughs> You're like that person, like, nice to meet you. You're like, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> but uh, thank you both for coming on a school night. Yeah. School and after night, I knew yeah. you guys were very, very busy. But this was uh, this was awesome. I'm glad we really got to talk about food, business, Cleveland, and literally anything else that popped in our fucking heads. I will always share a glass of whiskey in the chat with you, sir. Always. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Cups. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it.